fucking what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Never Been Done Podcast. We are the next best thing to Joe Rogan, except we don't have a studio that looks like a fucking flying saucer, but it's still a studio nonetheless. And we're a group of friends having a good time, having drinks, having cocktails, watching some football. It is NFL kickoff weekend. When you watch this, all the game, or when you listen to this, all the games will be done probably, but you know what? The one that we're watching right now fucking sucks, so we're going to do a podcast <laughs> instead. So, what is happening, gentlemen? Stuff's happening in the world, but we're here having a good time, you know. I'm pretty sure we have some good news this week, too, and a good subject. But, yeah, excited for this and for football season and everything else. There's actually fans in the stands. It's nice to see. For the, I think it's like one of the first times in pro sports that like there's been fans in the stands since the COVID shit hit, which is cool. But I mean, there's only like fifteen thousand or something like that. That's what they said. Yeah, fifteen thousand. See, and I thought, and this is Kansas City, and I thought in Denver they said twenty five hundred or five thousand. Like it was really small. It kind of depends but, on the stadium, the way they're laid out, probably. Right. And the, what state regulations are as well. Well, Raiders aren't doing any. They're doing zero. Yeah, they're well. I don't know. I I read the other day. That's I don't know if they're anything. done yet. Vegas. Oh, as far as like the stadium. Well, because they're playing Carolina this weekend. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah the first games in Carolina. So that I don't think so, it, I don't think they've decided. I don't know what Nevada's gotcha. doing because Nevada, Nevada opened a bunch of shit. So yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But it's, it's a cool far, stadium either way. Yeah, it's they call, they call it the Death Stars, the, the, de- the early nickname. Death Star, Seriously? Darth Vader. Yeah, one of the two. Dude, That's pretty cool. It's I like cool that. looking. They should make it look like the Death Star on the outside. It almost does, though. Like, does it? Have, you haven't seen it? I've seen inside no. pictures. Oh, it's incredible. It's like black. It's with pure black. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. It's pretty insane. It's a pretty insane looking like stadium. We're not going to be able to do the same thing we did last time the Raiders and Panthers played, though. Just because I have to work far of the day. Oh. But the last time they played, we were like, let's shotgun a beer every time one of our teams scores, no matter which team it is. A touchdown, to be fair. and Or a touchdown, yeah. Yeah, that does, it is black. That is a Death Star-looking stadium for sure. That's cool. But yeah, like, what? We shotgun 10 beers a piece, like, it was into bad. the third quarter? It was like, <laughs> it was bad. It was like 40, wow. it was like 48 to 42 the last time you played. Yeah, it, it was like, yeah. it was bad. Every single possession was a touchdown, and we were that's just like, year, is this happening? That's the like, year the Raiders actually, happen? like, had a winning record and went to the playoffs, but Carr broke his, like, fucking dude fell on his leg. and They should have won that year. They were a Super Bowl contending team, dude. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Their defense wasn't good, but their offense was on fire. Their defense wasn't terrible, though. It was just good enough and their offense was great and it was like great we'll see this year man i think i think they they, they're building a good team from scratch and i think it's really fucking good so john can do no wrong in my book that that guy's incredible i like henry ruggs i like the third i think he's a great receiver i think that like bringing a witten to like mentor the young players and teach them how to block and be a good tight end solid move add putting players in there to like just build character and like they released that fucking third round pick already that they drafted, they traded. They? they traded into the Jaguars because they they said that he's had he he was already having just off field problems already. Um, oh yeah, you curb him. Yeah, I'm blanking his, on his name right, but they already got rid of him. Yeah, and they're like, why would you do that? Like he was such a blah blah blah, and they're like, um, it just didn't fit with what blah blah blah. And like they they're not they didn't talk shit. They just like I think 
they're just a, they're just establishing a culture. Well, John Gruden doesn't put up with shit, man. He does my- Mayock, so yeah, no, they don't do that. Uh-uh. So I was I was pretty impressed that they did that. Um, That's good, but. We'll see how it goes, man. I was a fan of John Gruden when he won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. I I loved that team. You know, as much as I it guts me to because I I mean I fucking that was against the Raiders, yeah. Um, it's Al Davis's fucking fault. He traded away John Gruden because he just didn't have the. He was such a fucking egomaniac that he couldn't handle the fact that John Gruden was getting so much praise and he wasn't, and and it was just like I mean that was Gruden's team, and so it's just like. You know, the fact they would have, like, the Raiders would have beat anybody else that year. Oh, yeah. But because John, that was John Gruden's he team. He knew, yep. It was just like, there's that movie with fucking, who's that, what's that movie with Mike, or, uh, Matthew McConaughey and, um, Den- uh, Pacino, the one of the, the, two for the money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, McConaughey's talking about that. She's like, yeah, John Gruden knows that, you know, uh, Tim Brown catches the football over his left shoulder and like, and he's like, all this shit. And it's just like, that's all shit that's like, was real life, like about how, like, Groove just knew the Raiders. Like, yep. you know, you can't play a team that you built and it's good shit, man. True story. That's what they fucking get. That's what he gets. As a Raiders fan, that's what you fucking get well, for being we, such a pompous cunt. We kind of talked about this before. That only happened at, like, the end of Al Davis's. Oh, yeah. I mean, in he, the beginning, I mean, he was, a, and he'll always be a legend, but in the end, he was very, very egotistical and, and he, I mean, he definitely had a lot of things. He wrong. was always egotistical, but at the end there, he just kind of, like, he just kind of fell off. Like, yeah. weird decisions and shit. Yeah. Sure. He still did stuff that was good, but yeah, he made weird choices. Like, Weird. His son makes weird choices too with that haircut. I think that's true. You know what's funny is he just sticks with it because people talk shit. And he's like, is it still it. a bowl? Yeah, it's still a bowl cut. He just sticks with it because what? He just doesn't give a fuck. There's, there wasn't a whole article about him that like he still he still drives like a like a 1995 Ford Astro van with a cassette player in it. Like he just doesn't give a fuck. He looks he's like a uh, he looks like fucking gold member. He no, he looks like <laughs> this kind of Quaid from Kingpin. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. 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 Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's what he looks like. Man. But just better dressed. <laughs> he is. That's, that's Maybe horrible. not even that much. But all he wears is like black pants and a white long sleeve Raider shirt. That's yeah. all he ever wears. Yeah. He just doesn't give a fuck. That's Occasionally funny. a t-shirt with a gold chain. It's weird. Not often, but yeah. Literally show him up in the seat and stands. It's weird. Yeah, he's crazy. For sure. So we went from the state being on fucking fire to the state being cold as fuck and rainy in a day, which is fine that we're not on fire anymore. So sure, kind of like all my uh, California loyalties. I, I I'm a big fan of California over the years, but all the teams and such. But you know, fuck California, man. They're on fire right now too. Oh, They're bad. gonna fall into the ocean. Anyway. Did you know that like the state is trying to m- pass a law right now? Saying that if you've lived in California within the last ten years, you have to pay state taxes in the state. What? Not a joke. <laughs> no way. Because so many people are leaving because they're trying to raise yeah. their tax rate to such a high level. And like Rogan was like talking about it today. Holy fuck! Insane. That's, but that's crazy. Before we get into the news, I have a very, very controversial topic to talk about. Uh oh. And this is a very controversial talk of it to me as a Raiders fan, especially, and me just as a man. But I don't hate Tom Brady. I listened to him on a <laughs> podcast today, and that dude isn't a cunt at all. And I was very surprised at how much I was just kind of like, ah, eh, I kind of like this guy. 
He said fuck like 15 times. And I was like, yeah. The only thing that he wouldn't say was God damn it. And it's because he's very Catholic. But he said fuck so many times. It was on Dak Shepard's podcast. And it was just like, huh. I actually don't mind this guy. And now that he's on a fucking Patriot. Armchair expert one? Is yeah. that the right one? Okay. I'll only listen to that podcast if it's a decent a decent guest. He had uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane on earlier this week too, on another episode. And I like Seth MacFarlane, so I listen to that one too. But I don't listen to any of the other bullshit. Just the I listen inter- to that one sometimes. It's pretty good. Just the interview is all I listen to because the rest of it I'm like, ah, whatever. He did but- one of... He, he did, did a Rob McElhenney one, right? Yeah. That one was good. He did one with McElhenney once, and then he did another one with McElhenney. Uh, who's the dude that's in Eternals coming up, like the Indian guy? Oh, I forget his name. Oh, uh, that was from in something uh, else or- Love Sick too. that guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Those two dudes... Um, there was like th- there was like four of them, and they all just talked about how like handsome each other were the whole time. They're like, "Oh, but your body was so good in this, and your body was so good in this." And they just talked about how like because they have all done crazy fitness challenges and shit, and how like worked out a lot, and like. Uh, but anyway, like it's like Kamal, Kamal something. Man, I, he's I, the same guy from that uh, the the Beatles no, die movie. No. A different guy. No, totally, different totally. guy. Yeah, different, different guy. guy. It, it is. Kamal. He's the guy from the um, not. Not the Ooh, man. the Uber movie with fucking nah, what's his name? Ina Ninjar. Ninjar. Nain, dude, not gonna work here anymore. That, that's come up the past three weeks. I know. Yeah, I we keep talking. About I can't. That. Can you pronounce that, Josh? I, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to butcher something. Kamel. Yeah, you were right, Kamel. But yeah, Nanjinia. Nanjinia. Nanjiani. Nanjiani. Was he like No, he's he's hilarious. He's funny, for sure. Oh yeah, the he, was, he was in yeah, Stuber, yeah. Stuber or whatever. Stuber. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't the movie? Didn't that that the name of that movie change? Wasn't wasn't it called Uber or something for at first? I don't think so. Well, I'm not sure. It was just called Stuber. I could have swore it was called uh, like like something to do with Uber. I just smacked him. Oh, well, like, Stuber. Got it. Yeah. It might have been a tagline in a commercial or something. Yeah, maybe. Anyways. Yeah, man, I don't hate Tom Brady. It's fucking weird. I, hate, I don't either. I've hated Tom Brady for decades. Like, understand? Like everybody in the in the fucking country. So, so this is what I compare it to. And I mean, everybody at this table. Well, I mean, T. Brown. I don't know where you stand on this. So, but the other two guys. So Cobra Kai. That was my jam. Like when that before that even came, I was like, GPS, you got to check this fucking thing out. Tyler, got to check this fucking. Like, and I was like, I lo- like, I was like this. I'm into it. I'm both fucking into it. And now, now, like, since Netflix bought it, everybody's like, have you, have you seen that Cobra Kai show yet? And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, like, years ago, <laughs> you, like, you motherfucking cunts, that could have lost, we could have lost that show because of you assholes. 2017, it came out, I think. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just an old school fan. Okay. So when it comes to Tom Brady, everybody's like, fucking Tom Brady, that guy sucks. I was like, hey, I'm a Raider fan. They're like, what's that mean? I'm like, Mm. <laughs> Motherfucking tuck rule, you stupid cunts. Yeah, yeah. That cost the Raiders a Super Bowl. Yep. You fucking cunts. You have no idea how much I hate the Patriots. My hatred for the Patriots goes so much deeper than anybody ever fucking knows. And as a Raider fan, it's the worst call in NFL history. The NFL Network has done worst calls in NFL history. It's and you know what number one. one is? The fucking tuck rule, because it it's one. fucking bullshit. Yep. Yeah. Charles Woodson to this day is like, yeah, fuck that shit. Oh, understandable. Yeah. So anyway... The hatred for the Patriots runs deeper than anything. Right. And I hate fucking Boston teams, too. I especially hate Boston teams. And here's there's there's a lot of reasons why. I have a lot of reasons why. But multiple reasons. But the owner of Liverpool, 
who is Manchester United's biggest rival, mm-hmm. which is like in sports history, Liverpool versus Manchester United is one of the top rivals of all time. It's one of the oldest too, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's basically, basically the only one that's worse is like Celtic Rangers, but like that's because it's a religious thing. And I'm like, that's, those guys are just fucking pieces of Different shit. Thing, but yeah. anyway, like the, the owner of the Red Sox owns Liverpool. And so like, I, and I just hate that fucking bullshit nonsense. Boston pride. Like, Oh, Boston. Uh, I was there one time. I'm bo-. like, no, motherfucker, you weren't. Like, fuck you. The same guy owns both of them? Yeah. Really? Same family. I didn't know that. Doesn't... Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, the same family that owns the Buccaneers owns the fucking Manchester United. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, the huh. Glazers. Um, anyway, it just... I don't know. It's just one of the... It's just one of those things I just... And so, the fact that, like, that cost the Raiders a Super Bowl, and it was just a big old fucking deal, like, I fucking hate the Patriots. But as time went on, it's just like people who used to hate Kobe. Like as time went on, they started like I kind of like Kobe. I, I mean, I always like Kobe. But <laughs> as a, as a as a player gets longer in their career, I feel like people start to be like appreciate them more for what they are. And I always knew Tom Brady was good. I never questioned his like his ability. Legend. I just don't fucking like the Patriots. Right. And I don't like that was a bad call, and they got fucking lucky, and they didn't admit it. You know, and it's just like everybody's like, "Oh, they're cheaters." Well, they do the same thing everybody fucking does. They just get fucking caught. It just, yeah, it's the same shit that everybody. A- does. Absolutely, whatever. And Bill Belichick is. The, there's no more argument. He's the greatest coach in NFL history. He's, he just yeah. is. I just goes back to the tuck rule. So everybody hates them for being successful. I hate them for the fucking tuck rule, which <laughs> precedes all that shit. Right. So fuck all of them. But when it comes to Tom Brady, the dude's 40 fucking three years old. He's getting ready to start his 22nd, 23rd NFL season. Something like that, yeah. And he still is probably one of the top three ranked players, quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. and his For sure. And arguably, his offense looks better than Anybody's. He's got a wide receiver core that's crazy in Tampa. They, they've had wide receiver cores. Jameis Winston was the problem last year. The guy threw as many picks as he did fucking touchdowns. But he, that's bad. But he threw insane amount of touchdowns. Right, but he threw insane amount of picks. I mean, it, 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 it literally was like 37 and 37. That's not good. Those right. are Philip Rivers numbers, man. Right. That's not but good. On so, but on top of that, he's got Gronk now. Yeah. No. And they signed Leonard Fournette. That's right. They oh, really? Him. Yeah, yeah they, they signed him the it other is, day. It is such an insanely loaded offense, and when you have a player that's that calm under pressure and just doesn't, and there's guy, there's there's no more like weather issue. He's like, a he's a natural leader. I mean, yeah. it, people just follow the guy. But when I listened to that podcast today, when I was just like, "Holy fuck, I don't hate this guy." What the <laughs> fuck? And this, he made me laugh so hard. And Dax Shepard asked the funniest question. He's like, "So I'm going to ask the Howard Stern question." Do you nail your wife on game day? He's like, uh, he's like, I'm not going to say that I never have because I've been playing football for a really long time. He's like, but that's what <laughs> he's like, but that's a question I'm not, I'm going to pass on today. He's like, all right, understandable. That's so, a yes. Though. That's, that's a yes. Funny. And I was just like, okay, motherfucker just sold me. So I can only compare it to, to you being a Raiders fan, me being a Chargers fan. My thing is the same thing, but with Peyton Manning. I don't hate Peyton Manning, but when he was with the Broncos, fuck me, I hated it. I hated him as a Colt. See, he was, he, it's the same thing, though. I mean, he's going to be legend forever. The guy's incredible. Oh, he's hes a good He's a really, really good quarterback. I just, his fucking yokel bullshit and his fucking gigantic <laughs> egghead. Ooh, I, yeah. Like, fuck him, man. I don't <laughs> like that guy. I, his commercials are really bad now, too. I, at, at they this, used to be funny, and now they're just dumb. I just don't like he, I, uh, I've never liked Peyton Manning. That's fair. Ever. And, yeah, his fuck, uh, whatever. 
Anyway, I was just like, man, I got to admit some weird shit on the air tonight. Like, it just gave me one of those situations. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't hate Tom Brady as much as I thought I did. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, I was, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Dude, rad. And the fact that he said fuck so many times, I was like, guy should have been a raider. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Damn. I mean, depending on how many seasons he has left, you never know. Nah, hey, you could be like Vinny Testaverde, you go to his like 46, you know? Yeah. Like, well, McCown just did sign to the practice squad of somebody, and he's forty. He's forty six or something like that. Yeah, Josh so McCown. Josh yeah. McCown is still playing. <laughs> wow. He's he doesn't even have to live. Depending it. on the team, yeah. though, he no. fucking can do it. Though, he, like, listen he, to the, he, he does, Listen to this contract. This is the best contract in the NFL. He's getting two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to be on the practice squad. I think. What are the Eagles? I think it's the Eagles. Yeah. Of the Eagles, he doesn't even have to be in the same state. He could still live in Texas, he's where he currently lives. Unless he needs called up. They're paying him $250,000 a year to just stay in shape. To sit on the couch. He's getting paid. Not ride the bench. Yo, sit on the couch. That's legit. It's the best. Kudos right? to that fucking Josh guy. McCown. Yeah. Knows what and he's doing. it goes back to fucking Daniel Tosh. He's like, so wait, we want to retire, but you're going to pay me minimum, league minimum? Just to just like hang out? Okay. But, yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, I just want to see people just fucking go out like a fucking Viking and just be like 80 years old and just receive a fucking punt and then they hit him and he just fucking explodes. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that? It's like the best bit ever. That almost <laughs> happened to Brett Favre. He he played long enough. I thought he was going to turn into dust every time he got hit, oh, man. man. Favre. That was bad. But like, but but fucking Tom Brady talks about his relationship. He's like, yeah, Brett Favre, me your homies. Like I have Peyton man. He's like, we just like, he's like, I have these friends who are quarterbacks and we just talk a lot and like this, this and this, and then like. Um, Dax has this assistant, like whatever her name is Monica P- Padme or whatever the fuck her name is, and um, and she's like, oh, and you're friends with uh, Matt and Ben, and he's like Ben Roethlisberger, and she's like, no, like Matt Damon, Matt ben Damon Affleck. Yeah. and she's like, oh yeah, 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 buddies of those guys, yeah, they're pretty cool guys. <laughs> it's because they love fucking New England. They do not love New England. Well, they yeah, they're Boston dudes, but um, yeah. Anyway. I was just like, God, th- that's tough to admit. I'm with you. I, that's tough to admit to it, say. It, I don't. It was. Don't a, hate it was yet. a good fucking interview, and I was just like, Well, fuck. But I had to listen. I was like, I got to hear what this guy has to say because I, I was hoping to hear a little bit of dirt, maybe like on Belichick or some shit. But the dude nah. doesn't talk any shit, and he was just like, he talks about timing. He's like, I think it's just worked the right way. He's like, but you know what? Like, since I was fucking a little kid, I just never. They're like, well, you should like, you know, apply for all these colleges. He's like, I applied for this one. They're like, well, what if you don't get? It? He's like, I just want to play football, so that's where I want to go. And they're like, okay. And then once you went there, like, well, what if you don't start? He's like, maybe you should like take some classes that matter. He's like, what do you mean if I don't start? I'm just gonna start. Like he just had like that drive, and it's just like that attitude of like, I'm not gonna not do that. Sure. He's like, then I got drafted one ninety. I mean, obviously, yeah, he was way one, down. Fifth round, one ninety six, one ninety nine overall, sixth round, and he like. They're like, well, you need to maybe like you know start thinking about your future because he's like, what do you mean if I don't start? You know, it's just like one thing after this. Like he just never gave up, and then he, he was just it's all. He's like, I just I looked at the locker room. He's like, this guy did this. He's like, that works. That doesn't. That works. That doesn't. And he's like, and I just started doing the things that worked, and I just he's like, I don't have a system. I just if somebody says this might work. pay attention. He's like, yeah, you I just, just paid attention. He's like, I just pay attention to my body. Do you do you think his 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 uh, attitudes changed since he left New England, maybe? you think maybe he's a little more loose, maybe a little more open? I don't. I think, no? he, I think he still has his fucking insane drive to win. Oh, that, I just meant like on, a, on an interview basis. No, of course no. he does. No, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I mean, if you think about it, 
what podcast would he have been on? You know what I mean? Sure. To begin with. But then, like, besides this one makes sense. But then, on the other hand, I just don't, I don't think that that's something that you can take away from somebody. Cause, cause, like, Dax asks questions like, what are you going to do when you're done? He's like, I don't know. He's like, it's going to be like somebody fucking died. Sure. He's like, I'm going to need help. He's like, and I have, I'm, he's like, I'm glad I have friends who were quarterbacks had to go. He's like, you know, Brett had to go through. He's talking about Brett Favre. So he's like, those guys had to go through some shit. He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Brett Favre had to start, he's like, Brett Favre had to start coaching in high school football mm-hmm. because he just couldn't get away from the game. He's like, I don't know. He's like, he's like I'm going to need help. But this thing's just been a part of my life since I was nine years old. He's yeah. like, I just don't know what I'm going to do. He's like, but I, I know that I love this game. I want to play it while I can. And he, I just, the way that he talks about just the things that he does to his body and stuff. Like, like I was, you know, I was listening to Rogan's Mike Tyson interview and holy shit, like Mike Tyson, like with just medical science and stuff. And like just the things that are, like are in, in 2020, as opposed to 1995, just that amount of time, that's about like 25 years or whatever that is. Like it's just such an insane development like things are so different now and like mike tyson's like yeah i'm doing some stem cell stuff i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this and it's just like he looks incredible he looks amazing he looks and so good the motherfucker holy shit tyson's in one of the, it, 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 in, in my opinion probably i mean top 10 athletes of all time tyson's just blown oh, yeah. away watching that motherfucker knock people out yeah, is, is no joke just the pace at which he did everything it, it, faster than everyone else is insane at the strength well, he's at the, a heavyweight he's the youngest youngest heavyweight champ yeah. of the world of all time but like i mean listening to joe rogan be so fucking excited that this like that mike tyson's gonna fight another fight That's, it's exciting it's pretty crazy yeah but it's gonna be amazing no, it's, yeah. it's not gonna be like Oh, this guy's sad. Oh, why were you even watching this? Like, he's, he's in it, man. Yeah. He quit smoking weed. He quit fucking microdosing. Oh, he fucking quit everything. He's like, oh, he, he was like, microdosing? Oh, yeah. He had a whole, like, compound and shit. Yeah. Wow. Well, microdosing, you do a little, I mean, how yeah. do you explain that? I can attest to that. That's, do, that's good shit. You do it can li- help your brain. It's, it's really, it is it, really it, good. It, it, I heard it's really, I, I, I mean, what, but, what, like, what are you microdosing though? Mushrooms. Mushrooms? Or LSD. 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 You okay. can do acid too. Okay. But you take, such a tiny amount, you don't feel you just, like you're tripping, you just but it does good. affect your brain. Really? And how... I mean, I've heard of it before, but I never really understood you know, you the, 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 the positive. The smallest part. amount, and it changes your perspective and can kind of refresh you. Okay. Like, if you were to trip regularly, like, if I were to take a hit of acid tonight... Tomorrow, I would wake up and be like, I would feel kind of like I had hit a reset button. I've heard that so many times. I've never done acid, so I don't know. So, microdosing is like the same idea, but just in very small doses spread out, and it it helps you think differently and be more proactive and be more energetic and just, I don't know. It's like so many people do it now, Hmm. but... I did it a little bit with shrooms, like just a little bit of shroom powder in a capsule mm-hmm. once a day. I did that for like six days and I felt better. Like mm. it's like a reset button, but you're doing it over a longer period of time, but it still kind of has the same effect and you just don't have the crazy like one trip night. Hmm. CBS, you ever done mushrooms? No, me neither. I, I don't know. I don't know much about it. 
I've watched people do it, it but I've heard really, that multiple. It is really like, like it's a reset button. That's what I've heard multiple it's times. Like, people like, it feels good to reset and kind of change your perspective. There's, like tons, yeah. there's tons of research on like psilocybin, which is like the, the psychoactive property and like going in and like even dr- dr- like, dr- like a heroin addict, like, and doing like a microdose of psilocybin for like two weeks and like regulated that like it, it almost cures them of their addiction of heroin without sure. any issues. Yeah. Wow. It's just like, it's an insane, like it goes in and like it resets certain parts of the brain, certain aspects of the brain that like that drive to want this thing. It's kind of like people who go in and get like, I've known probably, this is not a fucking joke, probably 15 people who have been like hypnotized about for cigarettes. Like they couldn't quit no matter what. They do one session of like hypnotism and then they just quit smoking cigarettes. Like there's, there's a part of the brain that we just don't understand that work different ways. It's just like, um, I've known people with massive depression issues that start doing like microdosing like on a, on a regulated schedule, and it's just like they just they do it and it, it slowly tapers off over like they start with this much and tapers off for a month. Then after that, they never do anything again, and they're like, they, "I've just they're like I've just never struggled for, with it again." Wow! And it's like and it, it, it's it's not enough to feel yeah, you don't get physical effects you, you from it. You don't hallucinate. You don't get you don't crazy. You just you don't feel it physically, but it's just enough for your brain. That somehow it just it fixes that really fascinates me. Man. Something That's in really your cool. brain to where you can forget about whatever demons you have. Sure, you know. Well, I think a lot of times it just like miswiring too, because like the kinds of depression I think that cause like the massive damage, like people who just can't get out of bed and like can't. It's like it's, it's not. It's not like. Oh, my mom and dad are mean to me, so I'm depressed when I'm fucking 25. It's like I think things are just wired wrong. Chem- just chemical like, imbalance, yeah, sure. And, so, just, sure. and like fucking pumping them full of bullshit, fucking chemicals that don't work. They just cloud it over. It's like, oh, a side effect of your antidepressant is depression. It's just yeah, like, what right. the fuck? Like, yeah. So and I've think, been in that boat. Clinical depression, like not even like. It's just genetic. Like, sure. Like you can be depressed about nothing. But your body feels it more than your brain, more than your mentality. Like, you can be depressed, not know what the fuck about, not want to do anything, because your body feels it. I had it a lot growing up, and took a lot of antidepressants, and not a lot of it really did anything for me. <laughs> but I will say, you know, I've only microdosed, like, that one week... But anytime I've ever tripped acid or shrooms, like a regular dose in one night, I felt normal for like the next three months after that. Hmm. And that's just, yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know any of the science, but I know that it fucking works. It's amazing what your, what your mind can do. Yeah. It's incredible. So do you think that's where Mike Tyson came up with the Mike Tyson mysteries from the microdosing? No, the writing on that was crazy. I think that, like, I don't, I don't think I was him. I just think that he's such a rad dude that he's just into it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's mostly that part is mostly a joke because I love Mike Tyson mysteries. Funny thing, um, this not not about Mike Tyson, but about another. The I was talking about like Seth Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I didn't realize that he wrote for fucking um, Johnny Bravo. He wrote for oh, fucking. Really? Uh, what else did he write for? He wrote for like so many fucking crazy one of those old school like yeah. weird creepy cartoons. The he Cartoon wrote, Network, yeah. The, like all, the he wrote for all those before he started Family Guy. Really nice. You know he's on. He appears on Star Trek a couple times. The, like the regular Star Trek yeah, and, show and his, generation. And his Orville shit. He just like, like he's like the, 
like, yeah, he got, he gets asked about, he's like, well, you made fun of me on this one episode. And like, he's like, yeah, I don't know if I was writing then, but like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Like, he just does it. <laughs> like, do you feel bad? He's like, no. He's like, you know, I still hold of the thing that like, mm, you're a millionaire. You're the top of the top. But if you can't handle get made fun of, then maybe just don't be a celebrity. If you can't be, if and I, it's just I, like, South I, I fucking loved it. If you yeah. can't get made fun of, the joke's on you. Yeah. And he talked about that, too. Like, because take it. Because I listened to the fucking Sofa King podcast about South Park, and they talk about, like, the the battle between Family Guy and South Park guys. And, like, it was, like, Seth MacFarlane was like, yeah, you know, like, they made fun of us for doing cutaways and shit. And he's like, fucking 30 Rock, that was what made that show famous. He's like, that's just what we do. And he's like, yeah, I mean, we fucked up every once in a while, and, like, Maybe we spent way too much time doing this thing and the joke wasn't that funny. But, you know, he's like, my only issue ever was, like, they were attacking my writers. He's like, those guys just, like, you know, they make fucking, some, a lot of them make, like, minimum amounts compared to me. He's like, just attack me personally. He's like, he's like, I can fucking handle it. He's like, I'm the one that made fucking a million ways to die in the West. He's like, make fun of me. Like, he's like, I'm fucking, I know what I'm capable of. He's like, I did the Oscars. I got made fun of a lot. He's like, I'm I'm the one that's on the butchering block. Don't make fun of my writers, though. Like I'm the one that hired them. Make fun of me. Yeah. And like Seth MacFarlane owned that shit, and I've I've never not liked that guy. I've always liked him, and I was like, okay, I like it. You know, and like and Matt and Trey, like those guys do uh, like do some rad shit. Fun stuff I think too, it was well. probably just all in good fun. Well, they it, made fun of each it, other, haven't it, they? Like it wasn't, and it's like it's 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 kind of a thing. And but like Seth was just like, just make fun of me instead. Like don't fucking talk shit about my writers. Because it's not their fault. He's like, everything goes through me. Because even if they write a script, I'm still the one that's like, I'm recording the voices. So I read the script on air. He's like, <laughs> he's like, it still goes through me no matter what. He's like, I have people that I trust that do that show now. He's like, I don't write the scripts at all anymore. It happened for years. He's like, but he's like, I still do Brian. I still do Stewie. He's like, I still do all the voices. He's like, so I, I read what the fuck's happening. And he's like, and there's been some times when there's like, they're trying to make fun of something that I'm like, that guy's my really good friend, and that's probably not okay. Let's not do that. He's like, and be, he's like, but you know, but you are in the industry. And like, he's it's, like, it's, it's going to happen. And he's like, just attack me instead. He's, that's all he was saying. He's like, just attack me. He's like, this is my. It's still my shit. Just attack me. Don't attack my fucking writers who are no name people. Right. But I feel like if dudes. anyone attacked South Park, they wouldn't give a fuck. They're like, okay, cool. No, I mean that. As far as but if you're just a writer, in hall, if you're just a writer, a random person, you know what I mean, like if you're yeah. just a writer, it's not quite the same thing. When you're the face of something like that, yeah, right. I, mean, I, I get that. Don't don't pick on the little people here who, just like Josh said, probably get paid next to nothing. You know, right. get, give give it give it to you know him. He can handle it. Makes sense. <sighs> As we fucking, I know we're. Let's get the news. What's in the news? Gabriel Union is said this week that uh, bringing on sequel is going to happen. Oh, like a like a like a continuation of the first one? Yeah, she she was the captain of the clo- no the, no no the I clovers. know but there was like two other yeah ones. those ones there was no like cont- other actress p- actors in those ones that were in the original ones. yeah so. they were just B movies I know so those don't count okay. That's kind of like the American Pie. So the she's going to be a mom. Shouldn't be. Must probably be a mom. So. Is uh, so Liza Dusku in it? Probably. I don't know. Are they all going to be moms? I don't know. I just said that it's going <laughs> to happen. That's all I know. Like hot moms? Well, yeah, yeah they are still hot. Um, Sony has said that 
no movie that they have made over the last year that is unreleased that costs $200 million or more will be released until the theaters can be at full capacity. I know that's a lot okay. to say, but movies like Ghostbusters, yeah. um, and there's a few others, but they're not going to release them until the theaters can be at full capacity. Some Morbius, Ghostbusters. Because they're, they're, they're looking at the tenant numbers right now. Right. Which, we'll get to that. That's I'm going to end on that. Okay. Um, Sean Weiss, who played Goldberg in The Mighty Ducks, not actual Goldberg. Not the wrestler. Right. Not the wrestler, but Sean Weiss, the actor who played the not, character. Not the wrestler? Not no. the wrestler, who played the goalkeeper. Not the jackhammer guy? No. Correct. Okay. Santa Slay? No. Same With the tribal same tattoo. Guy. He has yeah. been Santa sober Slay? since January, and he's already gotten his teeth fixed, because we all know that he had a crazy time when he broke into some houses in Malibu, got arrested, had no teeth because he was methed out, and was some, down to 85 pounds. Some really good mug shots, though. 85 pounds? Did you not terrible. see those mug shots? No. Oh, my, oh God. my God. The pictures were 85 horrible. 85 pounds. That's like God, machinist like a, Christian Bale skinny, man. Yeah. And gross, just the that's, same way. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, too it was bad. Disturbing. Has he done anything after? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. After Mighty Ducks, yeah. I mean, he might have had one or two random things, but there's a reason they got where it was at. That's good. He's sober though. That's cool. So, oh, he's doing man. better. Yeah, yeah, man. That's what all of you need to Google that picture now. So, it's, all because, it's because it's all because the cat <laughs> took his starting job in Mighty Ducks three, and he just could never recover. <laughs> Yo, I remember. <laughs> I remember when we first talked about this, I was like, he looks like the fucking beast from the first Ewoks movie. <laughs> oh, man. But skinnier. He yeah. looks and, like almost know, everybody that I know that still lives in Craig. Wow. Uh, you could say that, too. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty, it's pretty rough. Anyway, That's Nev sad. Campbell has confirmed herself that she is in Scream 5. I, who Do you really care about this? New- yeah. Man, is is Cotton Weary still alive? Because you both love Cotton Weary. Did he die in one of the movies? Who's Cotton Weary? Cotton Weary. That was a character name. Skeet Ulrich. Lee no. Schreiber is the guy who played Cotton Schreiber. No, he died in like the Did third he? one, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Thir- he died in the third yeah, one. Yeah, he's I not remember that. I, I don't... I, I, I guess... Nev Campbell's all sick and shit, so she's actually healthy enough to come back and be in, and I thought that That's was cool. right. Yeah. She's sick and shit? She got really sick. She's got MS. That's right. All right. Okay. I forgot. Come about on, that. man. We gotta make fun of people that mess. No, I'm not doing what that. What the F, yo? <laughs> Damn you, That's Josh. why we don't have any followers. Damn you, Jess. That's <laughs> not true. Don't say that. I didn't know. I forgot that she, that, that she was ill. That is exciting that she's coming back. True that. Did Skeet die in those be, movies? Yeah. He was, did at some point. Gosh. They were all garbage after the first one. Matthew Dude, really? Lillard, did he die too? Yes. Who? Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. they all did. I think they all die except her. Like, who is in four? I don't I know. remember I that. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, it's I on my Plex. Someone watch it. Okay. I'm not going to do it, but... I saw a pretty cool T. Brown, movie. you can watch it. I still, I still have to watch Lost Boys. I'm building the courage to that. Oh, come on, man. You saw the first half. I'm do. I'm going to do it. Okay. I saw a cool video with Matthew Lillard the other day at some convention he was at with a little girl who was... Uh, having real issues with meeting him and he did the shaggy voice for it. it's a really cool video like because he's he gets down on his knees like or comes around the Wait, booth the shaggy yeah he dies in the first one yeah he does 
You hit me with the phone, dude. I know, right? I'm feeling a little woozy, That's man. <laughs> That's the best part of that movie, <laughs> man. Fucking Zion, man. <laughs> fucking Zion. That's the best part of that movie, man. Yeah. Die. Oh, hit so, me with the phone. It's so good. <laughs> That's the dude. He's funny. Yeah, it was really pretty. It was a really cool video with the little kid. That he was, was a good Shaggy. Yeah. All right. Borat Two is already fi- finished filming. It's going to be called Great Success. Um, there will be cameos that include Mike Pence, Rudy Giuliani, and more. Um, one cameo could possibly derail a political career. Ango. <laughs> Ango. <laughs> Considering you know the Ali G show, he used to fucking interview all kinds of political people, and they were like, wait. This isn't real? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Now who could I, it be? Yeah, now I wonder who it is. Political career. It's probably someone that doesn't matter. Just it could be anybody. Cool statement that is. They're going to cover the fucking Epstein thing, I guess. They're going to cover the mm. fucking Donald oh Trump-Epstein com- combination. It's going to be insane, I guess. Yo, um, he's going to get assassinated <laughs> by somebody. Maybe. That's what's going to happen. But if the movie is good, you know, worth it, right? Um... I mean, it frees up his wife. She's hot. Wow. Okay. Isla Fisher. You couldn't handle her. her. Yeah, no, not at all. You, no, not ever. You think the knee breaker couldn't handle that? The knee breaker. No. There's and finally, Mulan in its first weekend streaming made $33.5 million. Ridiculous. Stupid. It's free on my Plex. And I mean, if you're Tenet on only made 20.2. Go. Well, what was the budget for Tenet? Over 200? Yes. Tenet made a hundred worldwide so far. Yeah, world, yeah. What it, I in the in the states, it's only made what, Josh? What'd you say? Twenty something? Twenty point two. Yeah, but worldwide, it's made over a hundred. Yeah, it made twelve po- twelve point something in the states. Well, it needs to. It needs to get to five hundred, I guess, to break even. Five hundred. Bu- budget was two hundred million, but I guess with like marketing, all that shit, they're no saying shit. they're saying it needs to hit five hundred. Damn. I, I don't think you can hit that this time. I don't think so either. I mean, I, I, I obviously I hope it does. It's amazing, but I that's but I, be tough. you know I I think for I think for Nolan it's nothing to worry about. But no, no. If you're trying to compare it to Mulan, you you also have a ratings issue there, and you can buy the Mulan for your for your kids. Well, how many fucking idiots were like, "Yo, I'll pay thirty dollars for that." Apparently, to watch it early, divide that by thirty. That tells you, like, that's that, that's just. Where's Connor from? It's like, what the fuck? Like, no. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying, there's still plenty of. The morning that came out, I downloaded it and put it on my Plex. I don't care if you download it or not. I was not going to pay thirty fucking dollars. Who in their right mind would? I'm not going to do that. I don't. I don't care. I thought that was a lot to ask, especially if it's like, oh, you could just wait another, was it two months? Yeah. And then you get it for free. Also something weird that they said. Stupid. My wife tried to justify it. She was like, well, I would have spent more at the theater. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's going to the fucking movie theater and buying popcorn and snacks and all that shit. Maybe some people that worked with So they basically breaks down when when a a film first goes to the theaters, 90, like it starts at like 97% goes back to the, the studio. Yeah. Um, and then the, the the rest of it goes to the the theater, and then it's all profit. That's why you pay twenty seven dollars for some a soda and some popcorn. But as it goes on, so like in the um, if a movie stays in the theaters for like a month and a half, by the month and a half time, it's like down to like twenty percent goes to the studio, and then the eighty percent goes to the theater. So like Got it. it goes, it's on a sliding scale. So that's the whole thing with that. But the thing is, like, how's that work right now? <clears throat> Like, well, will Tenet stay in the theater that long? I know. I mean, I hope it does. You know what I mean? Like, will it in this time? 
Depends on how. I mean, if it pe- in normal times, I feel like it'd probably be there two and a half, three months, right? Sure, probably Maybe. two and a half. Let's say. It but right now, whether it keeps selling seats or not, whether anything else comes out, you know, I mean, you could easily see if we don't see if we see all the other theaters companies hold their movies, and like the picture shows and the regals go back to showing. 80s and 90s and early 2000 movies. Which is costing them, like, nothing. Right. Which is why the tickets are so cheap. Right. But the only thing new is still Tenant, and you'd like that run six months. I mean, yeah, you won't have full seats because of COVID, but eventually, at some point, it'll catch up to itself. But I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll roll that way. I mean, we're, we got a couple other movies that are slated to come out here in the next two weeks, so... Unless stuff just stops, I don't know. Some movies got delayed. What, what got delayed? Some got delayed. I can't keep track anymore, honestly. No, yeah, at this I, point. I can't. Other, I want to. Other than Black Widow being in November, for now, I don't, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I just don't know what to make of all this shit. I, I want it to succeed, but it, I mean, now it's not the, and that was kind of the thing you and I talked about was he, he, he pushed so hard to, to, for it to be, you know, a theater experience. And yeah, it was awesome to see in the theater as it was meant to be. But I mean, I get why Warner Brothers was like, Hey, are you sure you want to try and stream this shit? Because we might make X amount of dollars. I mean, we might make, yeah, they might have been made more doing yeah. that, you know, maybe. But obviously the director's, you know, vision is most important. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. So. Of course. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Like, can you still sell it at this point to a streaming service? Oh sure. Yeah, I mean you could. You won't make well, the same amount of money as you would well, the first time. As you guys want, but if they've only made a hundred million, I would so assume far, like, you guys want to talk about it though. Like, everybody, this table seemed me. So the fact is, that, like, one, I heard CBS said he liked it. I call bullshit. You said you need to see it again. I know you do like it because you love anything that he does. And T Brown, I haven't heard your opinion on. I really it, so. like. I really like it, but I do need to see it again. I'll I mean, go again. Yeah, we need to go again for sure. We do need to go again. <laughs> we'll take Josh this time. Yeah, I'm good. I try to get him to go on Monday. You don't, you don't want to see it? I had to fucking. I. I'm not. I know. I'm good. That's what I got on news. You guys, anything? I think I read a bunch of news. I think you got all the all the stuff I saw. So yeah. So we could just deep dive in to my boy, French Canadian Denis Villeneuve. Denis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who many people in Canada probably know for different reasons than we know him for, but... Well, let's do a shot of this Mexican tequila before we start on this Canadian guy. French-Canadian, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Same thing. They're all the same. That's racist. <sighs> Yikes. That's tasty. So, French-Canadian... Born 1967 in, I cannot pronounce the name of the city, in Quebec, Canada. And one of the quotes I thought was really cool he had listed was, I think cinema is a tool to explore our shadows. Hmm. I think that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good quote. So, and before we get into the movies we actually do know, there's some movies he made in Canada that I have not heard of or could not find. Okay. Like 
probably, if you live in Canada, maybe you have it on Netflix Canada streaming, but eh? other than that, I don't know. So the first is called August 32nd on Earth. Premise, young Simone is involved in a near-fatal car crash, and as she questions her mortality, she also decides to have a baby. Her candidate for a father is her best friend, Philippe, who happens to be seeing someone. He agrees as long as they conceive in Salt Lake City in the desert. And the trip teaches many lessons about love, solitude, and self-discovery. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sounds interesting, but... <laughs> let me, let me, let me get there. A? 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 What's that all about? That is a? A, a boot? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um... Salt Lake City in the desert. That's a weird... That, my one request. I, I actually was not going to even take down the premise of that movie, but then I read that and I was like, oh, <laughs> worth it. That's worth saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man, that's but crazy. He, this guy's, you know, born in 67, so he's, he probably made even short films for a long time in Canada. Sure. at this point, he's, what, 52... 50, yeah, 50, 53. I don't know. Sure. Wait, born in what? 67. Yeah, so you've got 53. If you look at his picture, like, he looks young. He does look like, young, yeah. You know. I'm surprised he's that old. Yeah. Uh, next movie, Maelstrom, which I thought I'd be able to find because I've heard of it. But then I come to realize there's several movies. With the same title. With the same sure. title. Uh, from 2000. Uh, premise, after plunging her car into a river, a woman encounters a man who helps her come to terms with her wife. Her wife? Her life. She's like a... Life, oh. not wife. I think I like that. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> it's like when you say, when, when CBS says horror movie, but it really means horror, horror movie. Horror? And you're like, she horror. comes to terms with her wife. Horror. But life? Horror? Horror movie? Horror. horror, movie. horror. Sure. Horror. Cool whip. <laughs> <laughs> Next one cool. sounds kind of cool, which I wish I could find. It's called Polytechnique from 2009. Oh, and by the way, he took a almost a 10-year break to be a stay-at-home dad before he made this movie. Uh, huh. A dramatization of the 1989 Montreal Massacre, during which several female engineering students were murdered by an unstable misogynist. Misogynist? Misogynist. Whatever. Cool, but cool whip. That sounds cool. Cool whip. Cool whip. That sounds cool like whip. Which is made of oil, not whip. Mostly I like the title of the movie, Polytechnique. Yeah, that's, that's a good name. Pretty, that's pretty Probably sure. Pretty good. No. <laughs> totally. so the name of the new movie is the Poly... So before, before we actually move on to movies we have seen, we could talk about... I guess none of you have seen it, huh? Guest House? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Polly Shore's attempt at a uh, comeback. Oh, no. It's oh. on Plex. It's called okay. Guest House. Guest House. Guest House. Just watch it. it I did it, read it, that it, the other it, night. It, It's pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought it would. All right. Is it, it, is it Son-in-Law good? I love that movie. It's like Polly Shore's attempt at a serious comeback. Okay. And he plays a dipshit living in a guest house, but he owns the whole property. 
that wants to sell the whole property, but his his arrangement is if you buy this house, I get to stay here for the next three months or whatever in the guest house. So he sells it for less money. Gotcha. But, you know, he's like classic Pauly Shore 90s, just like drug addict doing whatever the fuck he wants. You know, oh, is he doing the weed? The weasel? No, hmm. he doesn't do that. But he's doing all the drugs, like everything there is. There's actually a funny drug in there called Flaca. Yeah, is, I know Flaca. Uh, it's like that's, that's in there. Crazy there's, drug. There's like a Flaca possum at some point. A fl- <laughs> yeah, it, it's fucked a up. Flaca possum. It's fucked up, but what? hilarious. But I it's can't like, even wrap like, my mind like, around it. You know, and I'm like, oh, he's just gonna be like Polly Shore for the whole movie. But then at the end, he actually is acts a little bit. Huh. Right. Drama-wise, I'm like, all right, maybe he could do something. I don't know. You want to know my favorite Polly Shore movie? What? A goofy movie. <laughs> I don't even remember. Dude. He's in that? Yeah, he's plays like the sidekick to the main... He's, I don't even know the main... The one of the voices, yeah. Yeah, he's just one of the voices, and he's hysterical. I couldn't tell you who it was, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a weird. I'd be lying if I said mine wasn't Biodome because it just it's good is. Movie. But Biodome's good. Yeah. So, I might be the only one that's seen this one. It's called Incendies, about twins that journey to the Middle East to discover their family history and fulfill their mother's last wishes. This is on my Plex, and it's been on there a while. But it is in French. You have to read everything. Are really well made. Um, I watched it a while ago, just out of myself having a twin, and it it kind of stuck with me. Like it's really well made. I forgot that you're a twin. Yeah, I'm a twin too. You should watch it. You you probably really dig it. But yeah, twins twins are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen any of these movies. I was just I just said okay. I would just I was like I. That's not true. You've seen well, one. The, not the I first mean, you know, I've like, seen like two of these, two of the okay. three of the films he's made, maybe three. I'm only discussing his full length films, which you know, obviously, I couldn't find any of these. Sure, I tried days ago. I'm like, uh, well, all those the Canadian like, ones, you know, sense. they're all, yeah. like they're in Canada somewhere, but can't find him here but you know it's like classic story of a director sure from Didn't canada work. that sure. that comes over to make american movies and kills it so that's where we are but in cindy's on my plex 1080p check it out if you feel like reading <laughs> i don't mind reading yeah. okay i don't it's mind, reading. I don't mind reading stuff it, it's worth it it's good uh so and this is where it gets a little hairy because he made two movies in the same year. He made one movie first, but the other movie came out first. So okay. we'll start there, which is Prisoners. Do you guys remember that? I do remember Prisoners. Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Paul Dano. Oh, yep. Um, who else is in that? Basically an abduction story like... Uh, Hugh Jackman's kid and someone else's kid go missing. And the movie is basically about them, like, trying to find their kids. Not trusting the cops, like, looking hard enough. And yeah. Hugh Jackman's, like, 
I'm gonna go find my fucking kid. Right. You've seen this too. I'm no, he sure. beat the shit of Paul. He beats the shit of Paul down in the and bathroom. Like, yeah. And like burns him in but the shower. All, and but he's shit. all fucked up. It's not his fault. Yeah, it doesn't even end up being him, right? No, it's no. the fucking crazy old lady. Right. Just never it's trust the crazy old lady. Don't ever let the crazy old lady up the street. Is it Melissa get... Leo? Is that the old lady? Oh, I don't know. Crazy old lady. I Melissa think she Leo. died. Isn't she the one that died this week? Oh, man. What? There I was, think she was, died oh, this week. Yeah, it's the... Um, Is the, it the same lady? It's the lady from Game of Thrones. Um, oh, I, th- I, I, th- I thought it was the same lady. I don't think it's... I don't know if it is or not. She's the one that poisoned Joffrey, though. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you more than that. The Queen of Thorns. Is that who she was? Or yeah. wait, Queen of Thorns? Is that what it called? Yeah. yeah. The Queen of Thorns. She was like of High Garden. Yeah. High Garden. Yeah, that's what it was. She did a bunch of other shit too. I thought it was the same actress, but I might, I'm, might be very wrong. Yeah, I can't so remember. So it's Melissa Leo well that I'm thinking of, but yeah. I'm not sure if it's the same person you guys are thinking of. She has 142 acting credits, so I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think that lady, the one from Game of Thrones, is, is older. But yeah, no, that, that's a different lady, Josh. Okay. But yeah, prisoners. I mean, it's messed up. But I mean, both of them are technically. I mean, both of them are responsible, but he's responsible for years of torment to be turned into what he is. So it's not like I mean, they're both bad. Yeah, this is like. Jonah's good in this movie, though. It's an uncomfortable movie, but yeah. so well made. It's not good one. directing, good yeah. cinematography, good music. Just like the only thing is really weird is when we get to the snake handler part of that that guy's house. They had all the snakes in the the cases. That was weird. Yeah, it's kind of out of nowhere. But as far as like one other dead, like a dead drop, what do you call that when it's a red herring? There you go. Like another red herring in the movie. It was pretty good. But that that part I thought was really weird. So I think I actually saw the next movie first, even though this one came out first in theaters. The next one came out first, like, independently. Is that Enemy? Yeah. yeah. So, like, because he worked with Enemy, which was the same year, but technically first, with Jake Hall, And then they worked together so well, he cast Jake Joan on Prisoners too, mm-hmm. but sure. Prisoners came out in theaters first. Enemy came out later. I don't know if I ever saw Enemy or not. I've started it a couple of times. It's um the, the this is gonna sound like a bitch thing, but the spiders make me really fucking uncomfortable. Like it, there's all this like specifically tarantulas. Which Did you ever watch Arachnophobia? No, Arachnophobia doesn't scare me. Like no, this is this is different. The spiders, they, they like, repos- a- yeah, they, they like, the way they're shot, um, they almost like represent somebody like sitting there, like looking at you. Or like one of them is like this big giant spider that's like in the background of a city and it's like 4,000 feet tall and you're just like, jeez. So I had a feeling that, you know, at least someone might not have seen an enemy and the premise is, a man seeks out his exact lookalike mm-hmm. after spotting him in a movie. Mm-hmm. And Jake Gyllenhaal is the main character. Huh. And then seeks out basically his... Lookalike. What do you call that? Doppelganger. Yeah. And then kind of starts jumping into his life. And... <laughs> um, okay. But then there are spiders throughout the movie that 
I think represent weakness, maybe or something. I'm not. I'm not sure what they represent, but they're 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 terrifying. But they're you know like I don't really want to ruin this for you guys because it's good, but <sighs> you know like there, there's basically giant spiders in the movie that he'll walk into a room and. But they're but they're not talked about. Like it's not like it's a yeah. They don't talk about it. At yeah, all. they don't it's talk about like, it. All of a sudden, just like oh, giant spider. Oh, shit! And he walks out of the room. It, it, it's 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 different. It has huh. some significance that we probably don't fully understand. But I thought it had something to do with with female characters, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, a good watch. Like I said, I've I've watched I think three fourths of it. You know, it, it's. I've watched it a few times, and it's like, imagine finding someone that looked like you in a movie, and you, then you go find them, and you're like, oh, well, his wife's hot, I'm gonna go fuck her, and then, like, that's kind of, like, where it goes, and, but then there's these little... Weird spiders everywhere. Well, no, not little. Not little, like, there's some big spiders here and there, but it's like, there's, it's just a, I think a statement for what's going on, but you don't really know what it means. Yeah. You know, like weird. Okay. But it's, it's almost like a, like a, like an art style choice. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm going to put this here instead of a character to either make you feel a certain way. Because I think the movie does a good job kind of making you feel uncomfortable, but I think that adds a huge element to it. Oh yeah. Mainly because it's not explained. You're like, what, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Anyways, no, that's interesting. No one, I would say, you know, it. I'd say probably one of the best indie movies I've seen in the last 10 years. It's a good, yeah, good for sure. Movie. All right, definitely worth a watch. It, 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 some of his, the way that he, um, his colors he used in this, in Enemy, show up later, like when, when we talk about just how, how grand scale some of the, his visions are. Oh, yeah. Going back to prisoners, we all saw that, right? Yep. All of us. Yeah. If T. Brown, what do you think? What do you think happened at the end? I'm saying that he finds the dude. You think? I think so. I think gay sex. I think he fucking. I think he <laughs> just could stuck come down from there. Finding him. I think he's stuck down there. Yeah, the gay sex. I don't after think anyone the, fucking finds after him. After all the whistling, no, man. They just have a rock. He kind of stops for a minute and then like... Yeah, but Jill Hall was the type that was willing to investigate all the way into like a weird priest's sort of emptied out basement. He could have thought it was the fucking wind. I mean, he could have, but at the same time... I, I think he heard it. I, I think yeah. he went back. I, I don't know, back. man. I think I think that's part of the... I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the piece. To, the thing is know. like, maybe he didn't. Maybe he was like, oh, it's just windy. I'll just keep going. Enemy, <laughs> like, enemy ends on kind of an open... Oh, for note sure. Two, yeah. You're like, uh, what kind of happens at the end? Yeah, yeah, huh. right. I mean, that's the part of prisoners. I was like, what the fuck? It's like I just stuck down there. Like, if they didn't go back to it twice, up. if he didn't stop and then have the movie end on him stopping, I would agree with you. But because he goes back twice, because he like starts to leave and he hears it again, he walks back in there, and they do that pause where he turns back around again. If it wasn't for the turn back around at the pause. I would agree, but because, but, because there's a second or third stop, that's why I think he, he would have looked. 
I think I he still you know. like could have been like, nah, whatever. Well, at this point, there's not <laughs> enough to. It can't. It won't go well either direction unless they have the gay sex in the hole. Once he digs the dude out, he's going to take him to prison because all the stuff he did, they caught him doing. It always right. ends with gay and sex. And that's that's how Jalen Hall's character worked in there. He was a by the law type guy, so it would not have gone well either way for Jackman as far as a uh, legality is concerned. So before Prisoners was made. Uh, it was supposed to be Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale with Brian Singer directing. Oh, Oof. crazy. Which was in 2009, it was supposed to be, which it actually came out in 2013. But Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale bailed on that to make The Fighter. Fair. Yeah. That makes sense. Which you won an Oscar for, so, yeah, you yeah. know. There you go. That movie would have happened completely differently otherwise. Um, Direction-wise, too. Yeah. Crazy. I can't see Brian Singer. I can't see that. Not girl. having a gay sex party? I can't see him not having that idea. <laughs> right? I, I can't see him doing Enemy very well, honestly. But Prisoners. That, or sorry, Prisoners. Not enemy. Uh, that, but, but, that too, Josh. Yeah. Just saying. He has lots of those. I, I, that's what I've heard. With underage boys, nonetheless. CBS got a, an invitation to one when he went to Comic-Con. They're like, you sex did? Little boy sex party, come hang out and see if I say, I'm good, man. I got to get back to Colorado, but uh, next time, as, as long as James Martson's going to be there and I can get a Cyclops' autograph, maybe I'll come. <laughs> it's Brian Singer and Roland Emmerich. They do sex parties together. Mm. Or they did. They probably don't anymore, but... <laughs> well, good for them. That's what they're into. Someone infiltrated one of their parties. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. So it was in, I read an article online, it was like, you know Roland Emmerich? Yeah. So him and Brian Singer would have these giant parties at Brian's house. Bunch of random beefcakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like not actors, just like beefcakes. They were like, oh, you can come, you can come, you can come. Like, like nobody that no one knows, just... just Fit dudes that are gay. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Or at least are willing to be slightly gay to come to a, a fit party. Du- fit dudes. Sure. <laughs> but a fucking journalist that was fit, like, totally got his way in there and, like, took some fucking pictures, wrote oh. an article. Like, this was probably, well, fuck, I don't know, five years ago or some shit. About them just bringing random dudes up to, like, Brian's room, like, whatever. I don't know. It was a whole thing, but I'm like, it was a funny article that (laughs) they're just, like, getting away with shit. Let's just have these parties and just bring whatever dudes up to the room we want. And just, that's it. But now it's like, you can't do that. He's like, hey. You can be gay all you want, but you can't do that anymore. X-Men in my part. Who want? Hey, who wants to be my X Men? I'll be Professor X. <laughs> basically, Man. yeah. Wow, that's, that's what happened. I'm just. I wasn't. I'm just saying. No, basically, that's what happened. And CBS was invited to this. You said. I I don't really remember what their invitation said. So. Wait, wait, well, I thought Josh was joking. Wait a minute. 
you were invited by Brian Singer well, to I something? Well, I mean, CBS is a handsome motherfucker, and he's like, hey, I want you to come to, oh, we're doing this party, and come up to the, we're just, looking at him, we're just hanging out, and he's like, I gotta get back to college, like, anytime you come back to California, hey, come to my house for my crazy X-Men sex party, bring your Wolverine here. And then he tried... <laughs> And then Brian Singer probably tried to bang Rami Malek, and that's when shit went south. It's mm. a good possibility. I don't know what that means. Rami Malek's not in the X-Men. No, I'm <laughs> saying, like, later on. No, but Rami Malek's not in the X-Men. I'm and that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But Brian Singer but Ryan, started directing but Rami Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. But Rami Malek isn't in the X-Men. Yeah, I don't fucking I mean, he could care be no, I'm just saying, that. CBS is an X-Men. Because Brian an X- Singer was an X-Man. like a fucking drink it, Rami Malek's face. Because he's not an X-Man, and mutants hate regular people. Only, only the Brotherhood of Mutants actually hates normal people. That's true. Uh, Just helping out. Brian Singer's probably in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, because he has evil sex parties. What? Are they really evil? I mean, I guess they are, huh? With mutants. Well, they're only evil when he does they're it They're evil for yeah, somebody. Underage people, like he got I don't in trouble for. I don't know who, but they're evil for somebody. Right. Some people. This is like the so. opening. What's the movie with uh, Seth uh, Rogen, uh, the one with Charlie Theron, where she's the political person? The long, long shot. shot. So it's De- like the beginning of that Debbie movie. Debbie does Dallas. Except uh, with Nazis instead of gay sex party. Huh? Somewhat. The beginning of the movie with when he first starts out, he's oh he's yeah, Nazi yeah, party. yeah 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 yeah. Like oh, when he tries, he's in the Nazi part. That's when hilarious. he tries to get the swastika, but it ends up being like a guy being like, "Hey, <laughs> he fixes it." Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Same idea. So, has anyone seen Sicario? Yep. Yeah, the first one, or the second one. Everyone but I have not. Keep Brown. I have not. Both of them. Just the first one the was him. The first one, the second one was not. First okay. one's the best one. That's true. First one's really good. I watched Benicio, it last night. That Benicio del Toro murders. Yeah, in that he's movie. awesome in that movie. Ugh, literally, so, so fucked up. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally murders. murders the whips to the back to that dude, and they're just like, dude. "Say it, and we'll murder yeah. you. Say it, or we'll fucking murder your family." He's just like, "Okay, I did it." Oh my god! Yeah. And the guy didn't do it, and no. it was fucking Benicio del Toro that did it, and he's the guy that's whipping him. And I'm like, "Oh my god, that movie is so fucked up. It's way messed up. So fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah." Fucks. Ugh. The ending especially is oh. fucked up. Yeah. What are those called? Those the sex tapes with like the, when somebody dies a snuff film. Snuff yeah. film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fucks me up. That movie. I. That's like Tears of the Sun. Like I rate every movie like that as Tears <laughs> of the Sun because it's like sure. such a brilliant film, but it's one I will never rewatch because yeah. it's so fucked up. This is Tears of the Sun level. Like, what's the color code? The level red and orange. With the highest one, whatever the I highest. I think you're red. Orange is yeah, it's red. Level red. Threat level red. Threat yeah. level red. Yeah. Does that mean eight millimeter doesn't do it for you? Eight millimeter is pretty fucked up because that's, it's like yeah, that's a it's messed up. Film, too, but Nick Cage is also a fucking. Eh, it's, it's it's like not, not the same. Four ish. I had a pistol quick. You guys keep talking. All right. It's not the same. This it's movie's fucked up, especially musically. So. Well, like all the, the well, the music too plays a lot with the action sequences. The action sequences on the highway that are shooting between the cars, all that stuff's crazy. Yeah, and like the, the music supposed to be the good guy. That's why it's messed up. Composer who is now dead, rest in peace, Johan Johansson. Mm-hmm. I think I'm saying that right. Um, That's the way I've heard it. I, I think 
Sure. Um, he, I want to say he died like two years ago. I think it was 2018. Yeah, it wasn't but, long ago, yeah. Uh, I think I might have a note on that, actually. But uh, Denis was like, I want, I want this movie's music to sound like you know something wrong is happening all the time, similar to Jaws. You know, like you hear the Jaws music, sure. you're like, oh, shit. It's happening, and it's kind of like, like, in the first five minutes of this movie, and I had to rewatch it again just to, to really see what this meant, but like, the first five minutes, the music starts, and you're like, this is fucked up. You know what's gonna happen. I haven't even seen anything yet, and I know this is fucked up. Sure, yeah. Which is, I mean, you know, it, I really like this composer. He did several other things for him, like... Did he do 2049? No. Okay. But... That has just an iconic sound to it as well. He started to... Did he really? And then he passed away? I think he started to and something else happened. Something happened, yeah. Maybe maybe that was it and they didn't want to say it. Like, maybe he got sick and they didn't want to say anything. Sure. I think he actually died from overdosing on mm. something but so i don't think it was entirely him being sick but he was signed on to do 2049 and then hans zimmer did it instead so maybe he was just like doing drugs and whatever <laughs> but maybe i'm like hey keep doing drugs all you want if you make music that cool but yeah um i got some cool trivia on this though yeah um, having just completed Everest, Josh Brolin turned this movie down. Cinematographer Roger Deakins, who we all know and love very much, convinced him to change his mind. Hmm. Oh, okay. So the cinematographer talked him into doing it? Yeah. Huh. It's like, does that happen very often? Cinematographer's no. like, no. I'll call Josh and fucking convince him to do it. I mean... Maybe they're homies or something. Yeah, I don't that's think a weird. They were though. It's a weird reach out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know, director really wanted him to do it, and Deacons was like, "I'll call him." I mean, if Roger Deacons called me, yeah. if I was an actor at that point, I'd be like, "Well, me personally, I'd be like, I know who Roger Deacons is. He fucking calls me. I'm be like, okay, <laughs> sure, yeah, sure, like, yeah, I'm in. like, why the fuck not? Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, Emily Blunt got so sick from food poisoning while filming in Mexico that she actually required IV fluids between takes just to make it through her scenes. Damn. That's crazy. Which means they were there. They were in Mexico probably for a long time filming this. (laughs) Huh. Oh, you didn't hear this, but I told them... Josh Brolin did not want to do this movie because he had just finished Everest and was exhausted. Roger Deakins called him to convince him otherwise. Hmm. Cinematographer was like, I'll call him. Oh, interesting. Roger Hmm. Deakins calls you. You say yes, right? Sure. You have to. Have to. You have to. Tyler said so. Okay. You (laughs) fucking have to. Okay. I don't know who that is. Cinematographer. I don't know who that is. 
OG Blade Runner cinematographer and new Blade Runner and 1917. And I actually have a list. I don't know anything you just said to me. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you guys find something to talk about for I was a few tr- minutes. I was trying to hold I'm my go face. Take a piss. I was trying to hold my face, but I couldn't fucking. You did a good do job. It. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was trying to hold. My- hold on. I have to take a piss. You guys talk for two minutes. Let me squeeze your belly. Let me squeeze your belly. Why do you want to squeeze his belly? Thing to, to make do. him pee. That's oh. a terrible, yeah, anyway. a terrible that's, decision. Yeah, that sounds like, it sounds like you're going to get wet. I mean, somebody is. He's got those wet proof shorts on. <laughs> make it better. Uh-huh. Silly. <sighs> yeah, well, that's a weird place. What do you know about Sicario, Josh? Anything? Um, this snuff film thing fucked me up real bad at the end. That's pretty questionable, yeah. Just kind of like when, like, in Scream, he's just like, I'm fucking Zion, man, I'm fucking <laughs> Zion. Same thing at all. He's like spitting blood. You hit me with the phone. Give That's my best part. Fucking phone. <laughs> hit me with the fucking phone. Zion, man, you went too far. Man. And Skeet's like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm fucking tired. My mom and dad are going to be so mad. My mom and dad be so mad at me. <laughs> so bad. It's not nuts. Rose McGowan in the fucking garage door. And she's pretty, like... It's pretty rough. Yeah. It's not the same thing at all. I can't believe they're going to make another one of those monstrosities. Have you not watched fucking Sicario when he's whipping the fuck yeah. out of that dude? And the guy's like... And he's like whips him the fucking face and rips yeah. part of his face off. It's way That's worse. just like Scream. No, it's not. It's, it's so worse. fucked up just like that. I know, he's pretty questionable. That's okay. Them stabbing each other and causing it. To, yeah, okay. Dude, it's that fucking bad. It's That's very fucked up. It's all the same. And I would say Scream is a little more f- funny about it. Fuck Manisha Lopez. Oh, man. God damn. <laughs> he's a good actor. <laughs> Seriously. He's a great Fantastic. actor. Fantastic. He's a great actor. Yeah. Remember Traffic? I love, too. I love Traffic. I love that movie. Ensemble cast. I'd say Sicario is like a... Maybe kind of a spinoff of that movie, but just completely on the me- unintentional. Gotcha. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Matthew Lillard murders that movie. He should have won a fucking Oscar that year. <laughs> what? Man. Uh, he's a murderer, high school kid, and he's fucking dying, and he fucking kills it. No. He makes you laugh and sad, but also hate him because he's a murderer all the same time. He's just following his fucking friend. He should friend. have fucking no. won an Oscar his, for Best Supporting Actor that His year. friend is all he was doing. He was following... Who was the, What's the main dude's name? Okay, but he did it... He, a, wa- he wasn't the mastermind behind the plan, Josh. I'd, I'll, I'd not say that he was. Supporting. I'm saying as a supporting I, actor, I, I, who, he should have been what, brilliant that year. Look it up. Look at one supporting actor that year. I bet you it's That's usually Tyler's jam. <sighs> <laughs> Were you a scream, 97? I, I got it. I don't remember. I, don't worry. I, I, I love to we'll prove Josh wrong. That's my favorite. No, it's, what, uh, prove me wrong for what? The fact that you... about 1996 year... Hmm... I don't have a good guess here. You're gonna have to tell us. So ninety six. 
It would be nine. Well, it might be ninety. What was the first one? Ninety seven. I was in middle school. It might be ninety six or ninety seven. It's ninety six. Okay. Do you have any more trivia about Sicario? I don't. Okay. I have good stuff to say about the next movie, which CBS, you do not have good stuff to say about it, so maybe don't say anything. Which one's the next one? Arrival. (laughs) Did you watch it last night? (laughs) I fell asleep so many times. So then you didn't watch it? I finished watching it today at the store, actually. How did you watch it at the store? On the Plex on the computer. I gave him my Plex. (sighs) And Connors. Yeah. It's so good. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. It's, it's really it's, good. It's his best one. This this is his best movie, you think? Oh yeah. So far, I can. This movie yeah, is so fantastic. Yeah. I do like the way the aliens. This movie look. is like such a brilliant take on aliens and time. And you guys were talking about Tenet. I haven't seen Tenet yet, but I'm saying. But as far as the, that the the language aspect of it, the the fucking flow. It, Ah, it's so fucking good. That's what I mean. Like, you probably didn't listen to it loud enough because you got to like listen and read and understand. Yeah, and like, true. you can't. You got to pay attention. It's not one of those ones you're like, oh my god, it's a monster and a thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, you can't do that. You have to be like a hundred percent into it. Okay. To understand this film because it's it's. I did think Renner was good. I did like the duality of things when we got to the <laughs> Revelation. Renner's barely in it. But the part Renner's not the point. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not like. The point. The, well, you said, like, oh, I don't think Renner's really good. He's not even in it. He's not even worth mentioning. Like, Well, he's in the whole end, end of it. Like, uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, before not before we character. go on, T. Brown has... 96 Oscars Best Supporting Actor would be Kevin Spacey for The Usual Suspects. Oh, well. That was before people didn't like Kevin Spacey, so... I would say that still beats... Scream. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Matthew Lillard. 100%. Oh. Kaiser Soze? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, come on. Josh, you think Arrival is 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 the, is the best? You two, you two, Huff. You think this is I the best? I love movie? so far. Yes, yeah. so good. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's so many layers. It's like, don't get me wrong. I like it. Somehow he tackled sci-fi and romance in one movie so perfectly to me. Which is not an, a regular thing. It does have a lot of emotion for a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I agree. And family, and mm-hmm. like it just—it has everything, but not in a way where you're like, "This isn't believable." No, to no, me, sure. I'm like, yeah. "This is fucking believable." Sure. Like, I can, I can actually believe that aliens would come here, and we would have to fucking figure out who you, would be best to learn their language. Thing, it was so to diff- communicate, but it was so different. And you couldn't. No alien thing made any sense ever. I, when you watch this and you're like, oh, it, it's so... It's like we're assuming that like an alien will come and be like... And speak English. How? Like, oh, like oh, that's not going to fucking grab happen. A Here's a piece of popcorn. Do you know what popcorn is? And they're just like, they're like what the fuck? Like an it? alien... Like aliens are going to come here and we're going to say, why are you here? And they're just going to answer us. Like, no. Like... And they this probably movie? have been, and that's the point, is they probably have been coming here and talking to us, and we've been like, what are you doing here? And they're like, what are you saying? And they're like doing things and like spelling shit, and we're just like, we don't know what the fuck you're saying. And they're zipping around in their little fucking things with fucking, yeah, it, it, it's... The- I, I love the concept that they have to find people 
to learn this language or try to figure it out just so they can talk, right. communicate. Like, well, even and even when they get Amy Adams, whatever her name is in the movie, she's like the third person they've gotten because the other, the, the previous people couldn't, they were like, they couldn't figure it out. So I think it's amazing that in probably very real life, if this was to happen, that there would be a shit ton of people trying to figure out like how to communicate with them. Sure. Makes sense. And then they blow him the fuck up. And then it's just like, he makes the comment. He's just like, um, he's not here because he's re regenerating. Cause like the way that they work, like, I know it's just fucking rad, man. Like it's just such an interesting take. And then, and then time is nonlinear to them. It's a circle because it's all just. And then, a, and then, fluid, the entire it's the answer way their life cycle to everything goes. is love, and it's like I did like that. That yeah, makes the, the entire answer perfect to everything was, yeah. sense. Like, if there's one universal language in this universe, it's fucking love, right? Yeah. Like, what else would it be? Christopher Nolan thinks so. Yeah. Exactly. Does he? Like Inter- Interstellar. Like exactly. Does like, he? Oh, he does. Like, does he? That, yep. That's. Or what else is there that makes go, more sense? Or ghost loads through the fucking bookcase. We all, Which, we what, all. Does that is that love? Even the most hateful person, <laughs> we all feel love. How could that not that. be the answer? Hate when you do that. No, it is the answer. It's gotta be like uh, like how else would we communicate with? And I like that they anybody. don't communicate that to her. They 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 don't just they show her. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, in the end, they show her. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. There's so many layers to that movie. And I knew it already. And then I watched it again last night. I'm like, I can't even fathom this whole idea. Like, it's very, if I ever wrote deep. this, I would never write anything again. Cause I'd be like, yeah, that's my peak. I'm done. <laughs> so good. It's good. I agree. I don't think it's his best, but I, 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 I don't get me wrong. It's amazing. Yeah, you don't like the Lost Boys, so fucking your motherfucker. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! I will go home, watch the fucking Lost Boys, and like it just to get you to stop. Okay, so I have some good info on this. Okay, all right. So I was really even now, but before everything he died, was great, I was a huge fan of Johan Johansson, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who passed away in 2018. He made the music for this movie, which is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. I remember talking about this several times, not knowing this until I took the notes on this movie yesterday. Like, I was like, why didn't he not get nominated for the score for this movie? Because it's so good. So here's your answer. Okay. The classical music piece that bookends the film is a song called On the Nature of Daylight by Max Richter, which I did know this already. It's been used in several other movies. It was not made for this movie. Oh, that's why. But it was so prominent during the film in the beginning and end that it basically disqualified the entire score of the movie. Right. Because they use this one song in the very beginning and end of the movie. So much of it you that it dictated the rest of the... Uh, but I have uh, the score for this movie, and I'm like, it's fucking incredible. Like, it, it, it's... 
So I'm sorry. It sounds alien. So because he used it too much, it wasn't allowed. But no, like there's there's, a, there's a song in the movie that was not by the composer. Okay, so it, it takes in the beginning another, takes and end. song. Okay. And because I think probably mostly because it was in the end of the movie, right. the composer shit was just like, oh, sure, doesn't count. That makes sense. But if you listen to the score of this movie, it's like. It's like he made a score for an alien language that no one could understand. But to me, I'm like, I listen to it and I'm like, this is one of the most insane things I've ever heard. Like, this is like no music any regular person other than people like fucking nerds would listen to. Sure. And be like, this is great. Like, if I played this shit for my girlfriend, she'd be like, what the fuck is this? Turn it off. Right. But to me, I'm like, this is, I hear this and I'm like, I feel like this is something I could listen to the rest of my life. But it just got thrown out the window because too much of the they use a, song, a different song, a yeah. different song at the end of the movie. With something composed in sucks, but yeah, that's too you know, because it's also a song that has been in other movies. That might be a bigger part of it, actually. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like, it's been in. I think I have it somewhere. So because it wasn't a, an original score, technically, yeah. That, yeah. But that makes sense. But I, it's like I get that. we're talking about maybe two minutes early on in the movie and three minutes towards the end of the movie. Yeah, but, but then everything in between is all original. Yeah. Um, I, I get it. It has to be a whole piece. But that's why his shit got thrown out. That's yeah, a bummer. Hmm. But crazy shit. Like, no, it's cool. If I had to make. A top ten film scores. This would be on my list for sure. Nice, no question. Huh. But it's so like blips and beeps and just like like things you would think. You know, it's like alien music. Sure, weird noises. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there's actually an homage to the movie Contact in this movie. You remember Contact? I love Contact. 97, Jodie Foster. Oh, yeah. Also all about love. Yeah. That was the underlining. It's all about oh, her and her dad. Yeah. yeah. True. After everything said and done, I mean, that's so, what the machine did. Um, yeah, they used Hokkaido as a site in Arrival for one of the pods, for one of the heptapods, mm-hmm. I think is what they call them. Right. Which is where the secret second vessel was built for contact. Oh, crazy. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Thanks. Um, other than that, so this is based on a short story called The Story of Your Life from like 99, I want to say. I don't have the note on that, but I know it's like, it was a short story. Uh, Hannah, who is the daughter in the movie, who she keeps seeing, is mm-hmm. like, who is this girl? Uh, in the movie, dies from an illness, like from cancer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the book, died from a climbing accident on a mountain. Weird. Okay. I th- I think the the change in that would be. It, it's more in someone's, it's more in her, like her hands at the end of it, where she, at the end of it, she's like, oh, I can't, I can't control it. So I'll use this precious time because I know it's precious. Whereas, you know, if it was a climbing ass, it'd be like, oh, well, I'll just, just don't go climbing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas it's something un- uncontrollable. Sure. It yeah. makes sense. That makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. 
That's fair. Granted, it was like 20, whatever, 25 years later. Too. Right. Or 15. Um, that's pretty different. So the, the other part, even though, <laughs> even though I love the original score so much, the other part that was a big thing in the movie was that there was palindromes all over the place. So the daughter's name was Hannah, spelled mm-hmm. H-A-N-N-A-H. But also the, the song that disqualified the score from the movie was a palindrome. Oh, really? So if you listen to it forward, it's the same backwards. That's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. That's cool. But that's all over the place, too, apparently. Like, hmm. I wonder if any of the symbols... That they that they come upon like I on, would, on the, assume, I would assume so. Well, cause yeah. that was a big thing for me. Like I remember reading about the symbology, like the science behind that, and how they they brought in a specialist or whatever to be like, what would it look like, you know, if they were, you know, aliens were trying to communicate us with symbols. And I was like, oh, that's really. I wonder if any of those were. They probably are. Palindrome. I would assume so. Like I yeah. think it's hidden everywhere in the movie. That's cool. Crazy. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. yeah, that song thing is really crazy. Yeah. It's a song that's okay. like, you know, I love that OG score, but the song the song that fucking took it out of the running is like, it just makes you want to fucking cry. It's like so fucking emotional. Sure. And then with everything going on towards the end of the movie, too, you're like, Jesus, like this is a lot. It's heavy. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Very heavy. Yeah. Very, like, very happy. Gracias. When did you leave? To go where? Been a minute, huh? To go where? Forever ago. Yeah, all right. He's been gone. We were talking about the Muppets, right? Amy, no, Ad- Amy Adams? Damn it. Everything is great. Everything is grand. <laughs> I got the whole oh, wide world in the palm of my hand. God damn it. Everything is perfect. It's falling into place. I can't seem to wipe that smile off my face. <laughs> Didn't that get nominated for an Oscar? Because it was a good song. No, it won a fucking That's Oscar. That's right, it was a good song. It was a dude from Friday the Concords. <sighs> Got it. It was Brit. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> okay, anything else about Arrival? No, we're still on that. Nope. <laughs> I, we had a lot to talk about on that one. It's fucking great. We did, yeah. yeah, we, yeah, we, we were, we were getting into the, the nitty gritty fun things like palindromes and symbology and music and yeah, we all agree it's a wonderful movie. So you were, you yeah, were the, whole, the whole song is a palindrome. I wanted, yeah, that's uh, what he said. I didn't know that. Oh, the, didn't. So oh, the, oh. the, the song at the very beginning and end of the movie is a palindrome. I know. But that is what canceled the original score from being nominated for an Oscar because it was not the same guy. So that because it wasn't original. I so, knew that as well. Did you? You and me have had this conversation multiple times. Well, we might have. It's probably been a long time, man. If we have, we've talked about it a bunch of times. And like when this movie first came out, I think you and me both went and saw it two times at least. I think so. Yeah. Um, we were very obsessed with it, and I fucking love this film. All right. Well, I don't remember. There's not a lot of films where I'm just like that, yeah. five out of five. This movie's incredible. This was one of them. For sure. I think it's amazing. Is that your scale? Five? I like the ten. We go five. Top five. God 
Damn it, of course we do. High fidelity. <laughs> I was going to... High fidelity. I was just going to ask if that's where you took the top five from was high fidelity. No, top five came from me, which I gave to CBS. I used to have a magazine called ago. Top Five Magazine that I based off of top five... From High Fidelity. High Fidelity. fidelity. No, I, I guess. And then, like, my buddy Troy top designed the Top Five logo, which also was given to CBS. But it all came from the movie. Yeah, it all came from the movie. But, yeah, there was a, a zine magazine for a little while that was done here in town. Yeah, it's called Very, Top Five Magazine. Very cool. Maybe did three issues. <laughs> I interviewed such amazing punk rock masters as No Use for a Name, um, Bad Religion. Who else to interview? I think there's an interview with Yellow Card in there somewhere. Um, yeah. Fun fact. Anyway. That's all. What's the next movie, Tyler? Uh, next is the finale, Blade Runner 2049. Which I think is his best movie. I think it's very close, but... It's a really, really good sequel. I'll give it that. Would you say it's the best sequel ever? No. <laughs> Man. <laughs> CBS knows where I'm going with that. Man. Uh, Visually, it's one of the best movies I've seen in my life. Astounding. Um, yeah. It's incredibly. Just the visuals. Uh, I mean, th- there was no way um, that I thought that it would beat the original Blade Runner in you know, what it was going to look like and groundbreaking. And it totally did. I mean, it's, it's for sure. It's amazing. My if, dad, he was, he was skeptical. Sure. Cause he fucking, he was obsessed with Blade Runner. Yeah. Love his old school. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I watched it with him when I was a kid and I was like, this is stupid, but I was a kid and watch it again later. And I'm like, this is fucking great. But, I think I went to see it with him and you. No, I didn't, I didn't go. You didn't go? Mm-mm. Who fucking went? I didn't watch it until you put it on the Plex. You know, I put a, I put a, I remember this. I put a Facebook message out there like, going to see Blade Runner if anyone wants to go. You know, you know who came? Who? It was like me and my dad and David Gresham. Nice. I was like, I'll come. It's like, kind of random, but I was like, yeah, uh, visually just fucking insane. So I had never seen the original Blade Runner. I had never seen it. I, I mean, obviously, I knew it was a staple of science fiction. I knew it was the fu- a great movie. I knew, I knew so it was. A- <laughs> <laughs> what is it with your hatred of fucking nineteen eighties fucking film classics? So I knew this movie was coming out, and I, you know, had kind of seen or heard, you know, bits about it. And I was like, I have to see Blade Runner. I've always wanted to see it. And I took my time to figure out which, you know, cut I wanted to see, and I found out which one was the best cut that I thought would make the most sense, or at least, you know, and I ended up going with, I think, the director's cut, which <clears throat> which I don't know which cut it I is. I think that's all I have on yeah. the facts, honestly. But I think it's that I one. watched it, and I was like, man, I don't hate the 80s, but I, 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 loved, I loved that movie. I mean, I loved... Everything about it. I loved every single... Were you not born in the 80s? We talked, we talked about this last week. I was born in 86. I'm a 90s kid. And I don't hate the 80s. <laughs> and I do like the Goonies. Anyways. About License to Drive. Can we talk about License to Drive? 
<laughs> Doesn't have license to drive? Yeah. You've never seen license to drive? It's got both the Corys in it, man. No one fucking cares about both the Corys, Josh. Well, somebody does. Everybody cares about both it's of the Corys. It's just Corys. you, man. You're the only fucking one. I'm sorry to break it to you. No. You can go in and cry on your Cory pillow sheets if that's what you need to do to make you it's feel crazy better. because anybody listening to this podcast would be like, oh, the 80s are fucking rad and both Corys are amazing. You're fucking no, high as fuck. I'm not high and both Corys do. No one cares. Who's the girl that's Roller Girl in, Dirt, in the Dig, Dirk Diggler movie? Heather Graham. Heather yeah, Graham. Yeah. It's got Heather Graham in it. Heather too. Graham's in it. Yeah. Heather Graham's great. Anyways, I, I this movie made me watch the, the, the original, which was huge for me. It was a big, big fucking deal and I loved it. And I thought it, you know, did that movie justice. I mean, it, it was amazing for me to watch an '80s movie. First of all, Josh, <laughs> that was that was groundbreaking, and that meant a lot to me. That's good, man. No, no, no. <laughs> there's so many brilliant. Things. Goes, no, there's so many brilliant things about the '80s and the fact that you can't acknowledge any of them. I didn't say. I just said that that, that Blade yeah. Runner was one of the most yeah. amazing movies I've ever seen. Barely. No, not barely. You haven't at even all. said Harrison Ford's name once. Harrison Ford is amazing. <laughs> what are you talking about? But you haven't said his name once. It makes me wonder if you've even seen the film or not. I I think the Harrison Ford. Would you even give his penis a kiss on the side of it to save your entire family? Yes. Yes. Would you <laughs> would you rather come for all eternity? Oh my god, <laughs> that's a different that's a different story. No, I, no, don't get me wrong. Harrison, Harrison Ford is amazing in in in, in the old school Blade Runner. I prefer what's his name, the guy who plays Ryan Gosling. No, in the in the original. Oh, the guy who uh, plays the, the the android who at the he just he just passed away actually. Yeah, almost. Harrison no. Ford. Who are you talking about? He's not dead. God damn it. He landed that plane. God damn Rugger it. Howard. And he saved those Rugger. children. Rugger yeah. Howard. Yeah, there Rugger, you go. Rugger Howard. There you go. That's he's, the one. He, 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 he stole the show for me, in, in, at least in the, in the original. He was so good. And a lot of it's not even it, it, like his lines. It's Ridley his, Scott, too. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. Scott. Ridley. So you never had a chance to answer that question. Would you rather kiss a really handsome man's penis just on the side of it, just for a second, then the handsomest man that you can choose of your choosing or watch all your entire family, I've, everyone you love, die in front of you. I've answered this question multiple times. And the answer is, yeah, absolutely, of course. Okay, I'm just making sure. It's, 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 it's yes for all of us. Yeah, except, for except for CBS. CBS. Yeah. Except CBS would let us all fucking die. Yeah. The situation's unrealistic. The funny story is that, like, in my situation, if you don't I mean, choose most either... Most of the movies we watch, you don't, situations are unrealistic. If you, True. If you don't <laughs> choose either... You have to fucking suffer the lung eagle. Oh, oh God. Geez. Oh. Doesn't make any difference to me. It does. It's way Are worse you than all fucking kidding me? I'd rather I die. Means. Oh, the, the, the eagle. What, is it called the lung eagle or the golden eagle? They cut the, the lung eagle. The they, lung cut, they cut two slits in your back and pull your lungs through <sighs> your back. Through, and they hang you. And then your lungs, as they breathe, look like you're flying. Dude. And they let you. But then they pull, pull your thing back and they like this and they do that. That's what. The, that's. How long does it take to die like that? You days, think yeah, days. You, you literally bleed out and suffocate. Days, yes. days. I mean, yeah. So I'll makes take you a, a martyr. To the back of the throat any day. I'm not a martyr. I mean, or they could just fucking. That way. Or yeah. it's you know what's funny? I had a, I had a lot of good, really good conversations this week. I was talking to somebody on the phone. They're like, they, "Oh, there's a fucking rolled up rug right there. Do you ever think there might be a dead body in a rolled up rug?" I was like, "Every time I see one." <laughs> 
And they're like, why do you say that? And I was like, let me tell you about Genghis Khan. And then it was like a whole thing, you know, how like I'm a big history fan. I was like, what he like his favorite thing to do was roll people up in carpets and then stomp them to death. Jesus. That was Genghis Khan's thing. And they would sometimes roll up a bunch of people in carpets and then have a party on top of those carpets. So then there would just be like a hundred people on top of these bodies in these rolled up carpets. I don't like this conversation anymore. What does this have to do with me hating the 80s? Which I knew, which I don't. <laughs> it means you're a fucking pussy and you need to start what? watching some film, motherfucker. <laughs> well, now, how that circle is. Anyways, circle. 2049 I thought was incredible, especially the score. That you were talking earlier about those iconic moments like Jaws, like I mean, and and the original did it as well. I mean, there was those notes where all of a sudden you're like, is I this know what's exactly where the fuck that's from. What? It's it's Hans Zimmer. We talked. Johansson. Started it. I think he 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 was on board, but it went to Hans Zimmer. But I watched this movie again last night, and Tori was like, "This music bugs me," and I was like, "I really like it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you like that droney bullshit. No, it's not droney you know bullshit. What, man? It's intense, dude. You know what, man? You know, man? You know what, man? You know, man? Fuck you. Because you. You know, <laughs> the know, other man? night, fuck you. The other night you had some music playing. It's like this is good. You're like, I thought you didn't like droney bullshit. I was like, this is a droney bullshit. But then on Tuesday you were playing music. I'm like, I didn't say it because you were kind of in a bad mood. And I was just like, this is the droney bullshit that I fucking. Hate. Oh, whatever. It was just the scene. I was like, <laughs> like what the? What's that thing where you the hand? Your cat's getting excited. You have a weak ear palate. Whatever that's called. Is that a real thing? An ear palate? Yeah, there's a word it's like for your it. flavor what for it? what you like to listen what's the, to. What's the instrument with the theremin? I don't know. You know what I'm talking I don't know, but that noise really feels good in my ears. That's what fucking Tyler's music listens to. I don't believe that. I fucking like that at all. I don't believe that at all. Actually, I'm pretty sure T. Hove introduced me to Jurassic 5, now that I think about it. I think. Yeah, he has a very wide. Fucking variety. Like, he's like, I like grape and strawberry. I could get it. And chocolate and coconut and Slurpees. It's just like, it's such a, a, a wide variety of stuff. Some, yeah, I agree with that. Sometimes, like, <laughs> the, it hits a, a section, a groove where it just like, it's just like, has this really droning insanity. And I was like, I had to like put a headphone in when he wasn't looking and like just to get through the night because I was like, it was just like this really high. Well, at least pitch. I was playing music. No one fucking plays music there. I don't play at music. At least somebody did. Like, there's no Wi Fi. I'm not putting my fucking yeah. phone on without Wi Fi. I made a fucking playlist that had no Wi Fi. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I know you playlist. did. My phone that used to have that blew up on my desk, remember? Why do you hate Wi Fi so much? I don't. Why do you, why do you hate playlists that don't need Wi Fi so much? I don't, but I'm not gonna use my own phone for that. You don't have unlimited data, bud. It, it make I do, but it makes Lisa be like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wasting my shit until you get a fucking router to for with Wi-Fi for me to play music. You want music in your restaurant? You fucking figure your shit out. I'm, I'm, I'm holding my ground. Some, sometimes you have to sacrifice for the greater mm, good, Josh. That's not a greater good. That's she needs to spend some fucking money. You know, the people in the restaurant would disagree. I would love to hear some music. Actually, you know, the next time I'm in there, I might come in next week and just be like, "Hey, can I get some music on?" My God, it's crazy. No Wi-Fi. Sorry. I'll probably be playing some droney bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a cool piece of, Lots of info for That's what that thing's called. 2049. I don't know if we have talked about this before. That it's Maybe his best have. movie? 
No. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right either. Is it Neander, Neander, Neander Wallace, who is played by Jared Leto? Mm-hmm. He wanted David Bowie to play it, but then he died. Yeah, I, oh, I did know that. Okay. Okay, I didn't know that. But yeah, I can see why he went from David Bowie to Jared yeah. Leto. Like, Style-wise, seamless. yeah. Leto, kill, Leto kills it, and he only has, what, like 12 minutes of screen time? Oh, God, yeah, maybe, maybe not even. That, yeah. Kills it. Very little. Yeah. Ana de Arms is in this too. God, she's so, so good. God, she's so beautiful. Uh, when she fucking, I guess she doesn't technically die, but like, no, she just fucking stomps on her shit at the end. I'm like, fuck this. That was bummer. Yeah, she's in the new Bond film too. Yeah. What else you got, Tyler? So, while shooting the fighting scene, where there was like Elvis Presley weaving in and out. Harrison Ford actually punched Ryan Gosling in the face. Oh, yeah, I read about that one. On accident. Yeah. That seems really, like, uh, really, it makes you uncomfortable with with the in and out, with the light and the music. I really like it. Yeah. That was my favorite scene, I think. I think everything in, well, I think it's Vegas, right? Or at least, it, at least that's, oh, yeah. that's the first thing I think. supposed to be. So right. cool. You know, I really wanted to order the Johnny Walker that was the uh, 2049. They go on eBay for, like, $400. Jesus. But I really wanted one. It's, it's, it's black label, but I was like, that looks so cool. Right. Mm-hmm. I would love to have one of those. All right. What else? Uh, this was Roger Deakins' first Academy Award, which I think we were all psyched on when we were watching it. Yeah. That was after 13 previous nominations without winning. Wow. Shit, really? So I have a list. Wow. What all was he Of the ones for? he did not win for. Okay. Do it. <laughs> That's nuts. All right. Shawshank Redemption. God damn. How do you not win for that? Yeah. What do you do for Shawshank? Cinematography. Cinematography. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Fargo. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? It's a good movie, too. I don't know if I'm saying this right, and I know the movie poster, but Kundun? 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 I don't think I know that one. K-U-N-D-U-N? No, I don't. I don't know. The Man Who Wasn't There? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember that one? Uh, The Assassination of Jesse James... These are all Academy Award winning fucking movies, man. The Coward Robert Ford. The Coward Robert Ford. These are all Um, high caliber shit. Right. I never saw that one. Oh, that's that's a good one. Yeah. The Reader. Yeah. True Grit. Oh. Skyfall. No way. Prisoners. Unbroken. Sicario. And he won for 2049. And then he won for 2049. And then he won for 1917. I think he should back to back. I think he should have won every huh. single one of those. Most of them were, yeah. That's a, those are all incredible. Films. Shawshank, Fargo, absolutely. Like, mm. There, there was some stiff competition mid nineties, though. Sure, but those are all like well known names. But the, the cinematography in this is incredible. I mean, it is revolutionary for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know who else kills it? Is um, now I'm not going to remember her name. Of course, it was what Jenny from Forrest Gump. Oh, oh, the actress? Um, yeah. I don't know. It used to be Penn. Now it's not. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I she, it. Was she married to a Penn? Yeah, she was married to Sean Penn. Oh, really? Yeah. Robin Wright. 
Robin Wright. There you go. She mm. she did way she was good. So at this. good. Yeah. I really liked everything. All the all the tests they do too. The the borderline tests or what do they call baseline tests? Baseline. Right. So good. So good. Yeah. And Dave Batista. Dave Batista kills it in this film too. In the first ten minutes. Oh, and that was like all the storyboards for that mm-hmm. were from the OG Blade Runner that were, were not they? used. That's so cool. And they added it into this movie. I like I said I I I don't I love Arrival, but this just blew me away. I mean, and so Arrival did too. But twenty four I I twenty four nine just slayed me, man. The sound, the action, the acting. Everything, even even the gunshot. When when every time Ryan Reynolds shot his gun, it was this distinct sound, like it was Gosling. Gosling, thank you. Like it was like it. What did I say? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, no, not Reynolds. When Ryan Gosling shoots his gun, like it, every it's, it almost sounds like it's bouncing off a wall. It has like this. It, it was so distinct. Yeah, I, I yeah. This this is by far my favorite. It's good, definitely. It's crazy that first part of Batista is from the first movie. So it was just another adventure he was supposed to have, like to set it up or something. No, like it, like it was supposed to be the end of the original Blade Runner. No, it was supposed to be in the beginning of the original Blade Runner. Huh. Okay, so did it have? But it was, you know, it was, it was just different characters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But same storyboard. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just the same event, but totally different. So they didn't use it, huh? And then they decided to That's use it for cool. this. So is Harrison Ford an android? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say no, only because of his his aging. But they're age too, so I don't know. I, it, obviously, it's an opinion. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, every, it's open for yeah. interpretation. Yeah. What do you think of? I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Forty-five. Is he a robot? I don't see it. You haven't seen Twenty Nine Nine? The new Blade Runner. <laughs> Weird. He's seen it. Go. Okay. I actually haven't. Okay. Brown? I, I, I don't... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think that you... you, you uh, Again, I watched the, the new... You know, the old... The original. Sure. You know, and, and I think that there's that reoccurring... You know, the dreams that are set up to kind of make you think. Make you believe you're real. Yeah. That, that you're real, yeah. And it, it, this follows that same thing, but with Ryan Gosling. I mean, the dreams of him being the kid, and then it turns out that he wasn't. I, I love that. But... I, I mean, it, it it doesn't matter, but it, it I I don't know. I I like not knowing. I that's one of the coolest parts of the film for me. Sure, I can go either way as far as decisions are concerned. Absolutely. Tyler, anything else about about twenty ninety nine? Is that it? Trivialize. Love it. All we got. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. And movie wise, I don't know. Return to Blade Runner is really cool. I think. So, I don't know. I was happy it happened. There's a comic. It's, 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 uh, I'm reading it. You got me on it. Yeah. It's, it's good. Really cool, yeah. Really good. I do like that one. They put out a free comic day specialist that has some of the questions in it, too. That was pretty good. I like the main character, the girl. She's she's a badass. Yeah. Different flavor. S- similar. I mean, it's the same idea. It's yeah, 2019. She's, she's still a Blade Runner, yeah. Yeah, because the year it's supposed to be at the beginning was 2019, so. Well, that's when it came out, right? When yeah. When it started, yeah. This was a year for the first the first movie is the it's supposed to be the year two thousand. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, the original. So, release wise, I guess the movie. I guess it did come out two thousand nineteen, huh? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It, it, did you look into that um, Raised by Wolves by Ridley Scott T. Huff yet? No, I've I've seen 
things about it. But yeah, from not. what I hear, it's incredible. Yeah. You know, I, I watched a really interesting featurette about that, about Ridley Scott. He he draws all of his storyboards and then gives them to his people on set, and they just, they okay, let's make this happen as best as we Like, that's how he does it. Like, not not necessarily, like, as a, as a script. He's like, okay, this is what I want it to look like. He draws out the storyboard, hands it to them. They're like, okay, we'll make it fucking happen. Crazy. It's really interesting. Like, from an artist's viewpoint, it's really cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Sweet. So we want to talk about the upcoming or the soon to be released? Is that what's next? We can talk about it. That's the point of this podcast was to talk about the trailer of this film. So let's talk about it. Oh. I, I have a question, Josh. Have you read Dune, Josh? Hmm. Have you? I read like nine, I don't know how many there are. There's a lot of books. There's a lot, yeah. yeah. Do you like it? It's good. It's just, it just super 1970s sci-fi weird bullshit. Okay. I've just never, I've never, I mean. I've read none of it. Yeah, I've never read any. I've only seen the David Lynch movie. Right. That's it. He hates that he made that movie. I read an article about that not too long ago. Really? Yeah. Most people hate that he made that, I think, but, yeah. Of the group of them, that was the only one that was good. All the sequels are kind of boring. I think he did the best he could with what he had. I mean. Sure. Don't get me wrong, it's not a great movie, but. I don't know. It's kind of. I, I do. I do like that movie. But do yeah, you? it's it does pretty well. Yeah, it's does it? pretty. Yeah. What movie are we talking about? Tyler, Dune. Oh, that new two new trailers this week and a bunch of weird interview stuff that came out. Yeah, I. I only saw the original movie really several times as a kid because my dad was into it. Sure. But. This trailer looks fucking cool. I don't really know the story still. Like, I haven't watched it really as an adult. I know it's kind of like a I don't know, but warring families kind of story is what it really is, right? I mean, there's a lot of that's what I understood. This, yeah, political warring families, and then spice is the ultimate not currency. What do you call it? Well, like Bart, Bart, the thing people want to buy. Yeah, it's what everybody wants. The ultimate commodity, is that right? Sure, and it, it, it makes you... What does it do? I thought I got you high, but I guess I don't know I, that. I don't know that either. What does yeah, spi- Spice know. do, Josh? Kaiser Crystals, it builds lightsabers. That's not the same thing. <laughs> no. It's not the same thing at all. No. I mean, I guess you could use it for that. It does make your eyes glow, though. Oh, right? that's right, yeah. yeah. But I don't remember why it makes your eyes glow. This whole thing, if I, it was it's be like, what's the one ring? You want me to really get into that? <laughs> I mean, the one ring. What? It's kind of like the one ring. You want me to explain that whole entire thing? No, no. I mean, I, somebody's never seen The Hobbit or, or Lord of the There's a lot of books to it. There's a lot to it. Okay, it's, it's not just. It's an epic fantasy sci fi tale of warring factions about like searching for spices on this, like, this insane planet and. There's these things called sandworms and all sorts of crazy shit, and you can't breathe regular air. And there's a lot to it. I, I don't know, like, where you're going to start on that. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's going to be insanely epic. Um, the actors that they chose, I think, are really fucking great. Um, I don't know. I don't really know where to go. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to explain that. It's just. True. Without just like, I mean, there's so much to it. It's a really big thing. Do you think that they're poisoning the idea to try to make sequels out of this, or do you think they're going to try to make it all one movie? Well, he said there's going to be two. 
I read there was going to be two. Then they're splitting the, the the first book, the first, the regular, the normal, the, the original the normal novel, two, yeah. two movies. Really? Huh, okay. Well, it took them a long time to film this, didn't it? Had a lot to it. It's like a fucking... I think they were almost done before the Go whole ahead. pandemic shit was a big deal. Got it. But... Well, a lot of stuff they... Because right now it says post-production, like... Right. All the filming seems to be done. Huh. I don't know. A lot of the stuff it looks like from the, the batch of uh, interview videos that were up on YouTube today. Well, they're probably up before that, but there's a lot of stuff they, they shot on on sets and like actually filmed in a, a desert desert. So like a lot of it's practical. I read that Timothy Chalamet only filmed two scenes with green screen. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Which I'm assuming one is the sandworm. And I don't know what the other one is. That's the main kid, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Like, what else is he in? They say his name like I should know that. And I yeah. Call me by your name. Oh. Was that a setup just now? Because if it was, that was pretty good. No? Not a setup? No, not at all. I, I really didn't remember. I didn't know. I didn't know Every that. time they say his name, I'm yes. like, but I did, but, uh-huh. I, but I did notice it was on your Plex the other day, by the way. What? Call me by your name. Yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead and take your three times to watch it all the way through. I'm good. I'm good. See how it goes. <laughs> Treat yourself right. No, he's in some other shit. He's okay. in some shit I like, but hmm. um, one of the he was in Interstellar. Oh, he was. He was the he was the young Casey Affleck in Interstellar. Okay. okay. Um. Nice. He, he's in some other shit. Like he's he's a good actor. One of the coolest things I liked from the trailer was actually the, the lettering of the the word Dune. Yeah, it's like half a circle, half a circle, yeah. half a circle, half a circle, oh, just all in different ways. Yeah. And I was like, that's so fucking smart. Right. And at the end, they put like just like a star where the where the e the, the middle of the e would be. I was like, that's so. But I would. I wish I got paid to think like that. Yeah. Right. Design shit like that is so fucking cool. For sure. When does Dune come out? Christmas? Apparently, the week of Christmas, apparently. Okay. But I don't know. If the world doesn't end between now and then, or things get worse, or whatever. Who knows? Yeah, who fucking knows? Right. Not sure. Well, casting-wise, there's a lot of, I mean, uh, Batista's in this, too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Momoa? Jason Momoa. Um, what's that guy from uh, Poe Dameron? That guy? Yeah, o- Oscar he's Isaac. in it. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, the chick Ferguson, um, Rebecca Ferguson yeah, from Ferguson, yeah. Oh, she's, yeah. I have a, a huge crush on her. She's really pretty. Yeah. Mission Impossible 6, right? Yeah. Isn't that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is something else. Isn't she in, uh, the sequel The Shining too? Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr. Sleep. I can't, remember, I can't remember the name. Doctor Sleep, yeah, she's the the vampire lady, not vampire, but you know. I was gonna say there's vampires in that. It's not. I mean, there's basically what they are. Soul suckers. Same thing. Is it? I mean, they can go in the light, so no. But I mean, yeah. Right. I've, I've never. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh man, what? The Shining's scary, man. I I'm scared to watch Doctor it, Sleep. It's good. It, it's I've good. watched it's it like five times. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's not as unhinged as okay. Like shining, 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 scary. I mean, yeah, well, Jackson hinged the entire time, yeah. man. Holy crap! I think this is less scary. Yeah. Okay. But still creepy as shit. 
I can do creepy. But probably, like, easier to watch. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Shining is, yeah, it's unsettling for sure. Yeah. This is easier to watch. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah. After I watch Lost Boys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Are you going to watch number three, too? Because you should watch three also. Number three what? The Lost Boys. I have to watch three fucking Lost no, Boys? No, skip number two. Just move to three. You watch one and three. You can watch two if you have time, I guess. I only have the first one on Plex, so you're perfect. Great. That's, that's great. That's, that's music to my ears. Is there three of them? I knew there was two. There's three. There's three? Oh yeah. 100%. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, the second one's not nearly as good, but the third one's, third one's pretty good. Okay. I mean, the second one sort of advances part of the a plot thread that they drop because of one of them died, but. Anyway. Yeah, so there's three. Okay. But one is the best one. Okay. Three's three is the other one that's okay. That's not bad. Does he have anything else upcoming? I mean, obviously he's going to make a second part for Dune. Uh, I guess Cleopatra. I think the point of the two Dunes is it was originally split in two novellas, and that's why I think he's going to do two films. Oh, so do one is the first one, one is the second one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So there's two books in the first book. Yeah, they originally released in a, a sci-fi magazines, and it was released in '65 as two separate serials in Analog Magazine. That's what. Really oh shit! Analog. Wow. So. I'm in Analog. Wow. Yeah. Weird. Huh. Uh, mm-hmm. You said Cleopatra. I guess. Really? It's on his IMDb. Cleopatra. <laughs> of some kind. Can you yeah. can you beat Elizabeth Taylor? I don't know. I'm just saying she's gorgeous in that. I always thought she was. I guess it depends what the story is. I don't know. Casting wise, I mean, I, I do hope be... to an extent this guy doesn't just like keep jumping on reboots and remakes because I think his original shit is good too. Sure, you know. Sure, but. Well, if both these dunes are good, it would be interesting to see it turn into a Lord of the Rings kind of scenario. I mean, as far as epic, it's like a sci-fi Lord of the Rings, like Josh was saying. There's five sequels to this book. Holy shit, really? Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune, and Chapter House Dune. Um, I thought there's only three, so I've only read the third. The, I've only read the, the original and then the other three. Wow. They're not small books either. (laughs) But. I guess he's wanted to do it for a long time. But wanted to make Blade Runner first to see if he could. Pull it off. Actually do it. That makes sense. So. Like he pulled off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It looks awesome. Like the trailers look great. It really does look good. So. All the costumes look really cool. That Zendaya girl is in it. She's not bad. I do like that it looks completely different from 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 the last iteration too. Like it's definitely. Well, it's got a different feel to it. Yeah, like the, I don't know, especially I, in the costumes. I thought. I think that Timothy kid might have been cast not just because he's like a decent actor or whatever. He looks a lot like Homeboy that played the first. Yeah, guy, sure, he does. Sure. Whose name I don't remember, but I know he's in a lot. It's the Kyle McLaughlin who played. He was in Twin Peaks and. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Other several things. others, yeah, a lot of David Lynch movies, but yeah, so makes sense, I guess, considering. 
I feel like the two of them look a lot alike. No, they do. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know if that's part of it or not. But I mean, there. Stephen Colbert did an interview with the batch of the cast. I only saw the first half of it, so he had the director dude and the the, the kid talking. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you see, seems so much older when he acts." And I'm like, "Okay." And my brain couldn't remember where else he'd been in, like at all. But I kept thinking, "I must, that I should know who this dude is because they're talking about him." Like I should. But I mean, the way the kid talks, he doesn't. I mean, he carries himself well. Sure. Oh, he was the. What was it called? The King. Oh Netflix yeah, Netflix movie. The, uh, the Last King. No, I think it was just called The King. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, with Pattinson and uh, he was. Yeah. Shit, who else was in that? Pattinson was the big one. Yeah, he was the young king. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I hadn't seen it. I just, I just know about it. Yeah. He was in that. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Interstellar as the kid. <laughs> as the young Affleck. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I really hate Interstellar. Do you really? I hate the shit out of that movie. Damn it. I really do. I think I'm the only guy who likes that movie. Well, me and Huff, obviously. I mean, no, I've been told by everyone else that I, I'm wrong, probably. He was in Lady Bird, um, the newest iteration of uh, Little Women. Um, who watched that one? I did. I, no, nobody. Uh, the King, <laughs> Hostels with uh, Bale. I haven't watched that one. I, have, I haven't either. I heard it was awful, but I do want to see it. Call Me By Your Name, mm. Interstellar, a couple episodes of Homeland, and Law and Order. Huh, all right. I still say he looks like the dude, so... That's fair. Decent enough casting, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Like Jeff Bridges? <laughs> no. Not that dude. <laughs> Although that was the wrong. OG dude, the Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle McLaughlin. McLaughlin or whatever his name is. <laughs> how do you just come in here with the most random shit every time? Like, how, what... How do you do that? that you do such a good job. And he's straight-faced the whole time, too. Listen. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> the dude. I mean, you did say the dude. Pretty so good. he thought of... Oh, Bridges, the dude. Got it. Okay. I would... Okay. Definitely well, think too. So. Did not Javier Bardem, dude, 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 uh, dude, dude. Oh yeah, too. he's a bad guy. I think I don't know who, but I don't know the characters. I mean, he's the bad guy. The bad guy, the main bad I guy. Think so the, the bad guy. He might be. He's good someone too. else. There's two, isn't there? He's a good two bad, bad guy. guys. He's a lot bad guy, but well, I'm pretty sure Batista is the leader of the other troop of like the, the other house. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like the reverse of what Momoa. Yeah, I read to the be. books. No, yeah, who the bad guy is? That's true. I do want to see Momoa fight. Um, Batista. Oh, Batista I forgot about this until now. What? I didn't even take it down. Huh. But the reason Hans Zimmer did not score Tenet was because he wanted to score this. Dune. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Well, that's that's cool. fair. That's why Ludwig. Oh yeah, your dad said it the other. However, night. you say his last name, Gorenson. Good. Yeah. Good. Good fucking score in that too. Scored that one, but yeah, that was, yeah, that's why. Gotcha. Because Hans Zimmer is a huge Dean fan. Was like, I gotta do this huh. instead. That's cool. I feel like I want to read it, but I'm terrible at reading. It sounds like it's a lot of reading. Yeah, I, from what I understand, <laughs> the books not, are like. I'm huge. not good at reading, so I'm not yeah. gonna do it. 
You just get Audi, uh, Audible and some. You know, I, I, look, I know. I looked at that. You know how much they want for fucking Audible a month? Fifteen. I think it's fifteen. Yeah, it's like fifteen dollars a month, and then you don't even get everything. You still have to pay for certain books. I had it for six months and didn't even realize it. Did you? Mm-hmm. Mm. But they gave me my money back. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I suppose it. I know. I know. I thought How about doing that because I. It? Why? Why? I signed up it? for a trial, a free trial. Never unsigned. And fucking forgot <laughs> that <laughs> I did it. Did you ever think about those times when you were just like going through the checkout line? They're like, "Hey, do you want a free magazine subscription?" You're like, "Yeah, sure." And then like three months later, you have to pay for it. <laughs> right. It's one of those situations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, "Sure." I'll take a free trial of Audible, and I I got one book off of it, and I forgot about it, and I paid it for six months, and I looked at my bank account one day, and I was like, how did I not fucking realize this until now? Awesome. I've been paying 15 bucks a month for this, <laughs> and then I called them, and they were like, oh, we'll just give it all back to you. I'm like, really? That easy? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Also, it was just like, hey, um... Do you like audible books? I'm like, oh, I'm not sure yet. And then you listen to them and you're like, I would rather just read a book. Yeah. And it was just like, cool, it's just like a podcast. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not the same thing at all. No, it puts you to sleep. And I'm just like, I it's don't. Like I, I taking just, a nap. I just don't. I'm good. You'd rather read it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, like, I've done it like a couple of times. Like, I set every year, I set my fucking boundary 24 books a year, two books a month. I've done it like, Mm, since it, I mean, I started doing it like, like eight years ago. I started doing it. Like, I've done it twice out of eight years. I've gotten close a couple times. I've done, I've done it twice. But like, I would just rather fucking read it. Sure. And I don't want. I mean, books that I really, really love. Like, if if the person reading the audiobook is fucking great, they're great. Funny story, Burt Kreischer reads his own audiobook. <laughs> what? That's, that's a fun one. That's a fun one to listen to. <laughs> I feel like He's if you so read funny. your own audiobook, that'd be cool. That one's fucking But fantastic. if some random person is reading it, it's like, yeah, this is boring. Sir, Andy Circus is, 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 uh, the new Hobbit is done by Andy Circus. Nice. That's I'm curious cool. to listen to that because he's fantastic. Does he do... He probably does Gollum. Gollum, like Gollum. Would, the Gollum voice? I would assume he does all the voices. Yeah. I would hope he did. I would want Patrick Stewart to do my biography. <laughs> Your <laughs> biography? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Earl Grey tea in there? Yeah. That makes sense. Or yeah. Sam Jackson. Then which, he delivered a mail. Yeah, right. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, both of them tag teaming. Yeah. Man. That'd be mine. <laughs> Has Patrick Stewart ever said motherfucker? <laughs> Probably, Probably not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like in a mirror anywhere? I don't no, I don't. Is, is there like no? I don't think he's ever done audio like, of that. No, that we can track down. That would be a great soundbite. Man, motherfucker, mother. <laughs> I did like when Morgan Freeman said "motherfucker" and "wanted." That was one of my favorite parts. Morgan Freeman, oh, yeah. shoot this motherfucker! <laughs> I wish I could talk. Is that lucky number eleven? No, it's wanted. He's he's one of the lead trainers. You haven't seen Wanted? Why do you hate the 90s? I've seen I know, Wanted. I know it wasn't know. the 90s. That definitely wasn't the I know, 90s. I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said he swore in Lucky Number 11. He might have. Yeah, he might have sworn. I think at the end he's like, fuck. Oh, yeah. He might have, yeah, I think he said bag over right his face. face. Yeah. He did say, you're right. Probably. I don't know. I was, you were absolutely right. He did say fucking that. Man. Yeah, I forgot about him, the way they killed him at the end. I told us now. I, did he not say it in 7? No. 
No? Okay. You think no, he, nah, he was he was he was PG in that yeah, movie. Man. Huh. He had to be. Right. He was the, 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 the guy was <laughs> right. What's in the box? That's exactly what I was. That's exactly what I was thinking. Huh. All right. Huh? Because if God says it, it must be fine. No. Yeah, no one's going to hell here. <laughs> We're all good. Do what? <laughs> so the guys of God said it must be fine. Because we're all safe, God. It's good to know. We're all very safe. It. It's okay. About going to hell? Yeah. You're saying those swear words. That's a, that's a roll of dice, I guess, at this point. <laughs> 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 uh, that always reminds me of uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I don't want to die, Jordan. I talk a lot of bad shit. I'm going to hell with him on the phone. He's <laughs> like screaming at him. Man. I don't want to die. Is so that when he has a boner? Uh, I don't remember. It's when he tells him to go get the lewds and they're going to die on the boat. The boat. He has a boner. Oh, I think he does. You're right. I think you're right. He's he like flailing around with his yeah. dick hanging out of his pants. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> I mean, when fucking Leo crawls his way to yeah. his car. So good. And it's like, oh, man, I don't know how I made it home. But then they show you what happened. And it's like, oh, With not a scratch on the car. <laughs> car is totaled. It's bad. That movie gets me every time. So good. Do you have anything else about Doom? I don't think so. Sandworm's awesome. Dude. Oh, yeah. So excited. That's a hell of a way to close out a trailer. I'm like, how much of this are they going to show? And then they're like... It's like a three and a half minute show, trailer. Like, fucking all of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. like a... It's a pretty long one. Yeah. I'm like, three and a half minutes, so the first minute is going to be commercials for sure or something. But yeah. That was a, a long trailer. It's a dope yeah. trailer. So whenever, whenever you ask the lady what's in the box, considering I automatically thought of seven. What's right. in the box? Exactly what I thought of. Considering it's supposed to come box? out in December, though, I'm like, okay. I well, guess it's right. Is it going to come out in December? Yeah. Right. We hope so. Maybe. Maybe. The question is whether it's going to be turned into a miniseries. Actually. Ooh. If you guys want to know, like, some deceptively horrible truths and some... People in the in the industry and some deep digging and lots of podcast listening and lots of interviews. The worry is it's going to be turned into a miniseries after the movie. No, so like oh really? Like HBO Max style? Actually, funny story. Back in the Lord of the Rings days, they spent all that money on the fucking Lord of the Rings, and they were just like, "Fuck, what do we do with like if this is the first one's a flop? What do we do?" And there's like, "Why we turn into a TV?" TV miniseries, and that's what they're talking about with Dune. So Dune can end up being Lord of the Rings, which is amazing, or Dune could end up being My Name is Steven. My Name is Steven, where it's just like some, about some kid got kidnapped and molested by some dude in the 80s. Could be one or the other. I saw on IMDb that, like, if you look at Denis Villeneuve's IMDb, Mm -hmm. it says there's a Dune... TV show, really? So the the oh. sequel might already be like a TV show. Nice. I mean, that's kind of interesting. Weird. 
I guess what they do, like, yeah. I, I didn't know what it meant, so I didn't think anything well, of it. But that's what it is. That's kind of, that doesn't bode well. Weird. But it's not on there, like, he's not a director on it. I was, I was just looking at his producer shit, and it was on there, so. So you may produce uh, the, the, the follow-up yeah. to the two movies or something, or produce it if it gets turned into that. Huh. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess I could see the HBO Max route, the whole Snyder Cut thing. Yeah, they're turning that into a series. Well, not series, but it's going to be four episodes of yeah. however well, many it's hours. Is it going to be a movie? No. Well, it's, I mean, good. It is, it's still it's... a movie, but they're releasing it in chunks because it's going to be four and a half hours fucking long. And a bunch of pussies, and they'll just release the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be like over four weeks or four Because none of nights. us ever watch a fucking four and a half hour movie. I, yeah, I, I know. What the fuck? I know, I know right? Yeah. It's Warner Brothers for you. Huh. Was it Gettysburg that had two films? If you watched it in the theater, they had to go change the film reel? That's a old story. Sorry. <laughs> Damn, you're old. I mean, I, yeah. There's a, there's a time and day where... Damn, you're old. You got a whole... What, what was in the middle of a movie when they took a break? What Intermission. There you go. Got intermission. They played a little stupid cartoon about go buying stuff. That still happens at the beginnings, but you know whatever. Every couple of years, well, every like five years, they play fucking uh, my wife's favorite. Well, probably her second, yeah, probably her first favorite movie, uh, Gone with the Wind. And she's like, "Oh, come to the theater with me." I'm like, "Fuck it, no!" <laughs> it's a great movie. I just can't. <laughs> sure, you can't sit through it. But so that's got an intermission. Still with inflation, I think that's the. Highest grossing film of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure it is. Crazy. There's a scene in it with a lamp that's got a cable hanging out of the bottom because it's a plugged in lamp. <laughs> find, it on, find it on YouTube. Perfect. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Anything else? No? That's all we got. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Murder S- she wrote. Socials? Josh Money Social? Wendell 24. Tyler Huff. Huff Tizzle. Brown. Kazama Killer. Except your K-A-Z-A-M-A-K-I-L-L-E-R. Except that's only for Xbox. Oh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get one. Don't worry. Right. You'll, get, you'll, you'll, you'll get back on Instagram? I will. I will. Uh-huh. Okay. So I can join all you <laughs> lovely people in the Man. social medias. Get yourself in trouble. CBS, I know, right? Who are you? Uh, top 5 Comics CBS. And... That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. I mean, there's action figure deconstruction also, and then uh, top five comics um, for the store. Right. So those are both there. There's okay. a there's a third one in the middle there, but don't, it's the top five comics podcast one. Correct. So so there's three, and then the deconstruction, which is a YouTube thing, so it's not the same, but it's is on Instagram as well. And Scovillionaires. Scovillionaires also. Right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Even though I posted on it this morning. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Right. Cool. Well, until next time, what else you guys have? That's it. That's it. That's it. I love your face. Love all your faces. That's right. Hootie-hoo! Yeah.